What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from West End Cigars inside the Morzange. I'm Aaron. This is Mark. And I'm Steve. Oh, yeah. I forgot we can say. You can say your name, too, because we have somebody else. I'm Will. <laughs> we have a guest with us we tonight, do. Aaron. We do. Will's wow, first. Wow, you're really discombobulated. I know. Will's first time ever on the show. Sure we don't need a break? Four years. <laughs> I'm powering through this shit. I know. <laughs> Since that. <laughs> first time. This is our first time recording, like, almost a month. The last time we did it was July 3rd. And it is what? That's like July twenty-first. Our, our, our tribute to Aaron. <laughs> yes, which I am. Month? Which I am in the middle of editing right now. So I'll finish it in that. This oh, week. we broke and the first one up. That we broke the first one up. Broke edit. it into two. Follows directions well. Yeah, just I write know. that down. I know. Broke it into two because. We're just here for the talent. We don't get to make those decisions. You're you're just here along for the ride. So just a pretty face. Just a pretty face in my cowboy hat. So <laughs> now Will is What's here. What's up, Will? How are we doing? Excellent. This is the first time we've had Will on. Yeah, it is. I guess he was on. Was he on when like questions early on? No, nope. he wasn't on that no, one. No, four the years. Legend. No. Yeah. Okay, well, we're fixing that. <laughs> I'm not bitter. <laughs> Good. No, Good. Will, I, was, I was. I was. I was not worried at all that this show would be involved bitterness. <laughs> <laughs> no, Will is a, is a tobacconist here at West End with us. You've been here how many years now? Going on three. Three. Going yeah. on three. Will is a long-time like, friends. You count like Aaron counts? Oh, so poorly counting and, like and Aaron. So I'm Aaron's going. like, oh, I just had my third anniversary, so I'm on my fifth year. <laughs> and Aaron <laughs> does. That's how Aaron counts it. Aaron math, have to go. Uh, going on five. <laughs> and Aaron math, I'm 87 years old, but yet yeah. was born three years ago. I'm loving this, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a great time. Yes. My mom drove through again mm-hmm. um, for the second time. I miss you again, and she's super disappointed because she, she's just a traveling woman. She's taking the a traveling train woman. And, she, uh, that's right. Yeah, and so we can catch up the on that. Chattanooga Choo Choo. She, she loves you for some reason. Seems like a I mean, what's sex there not to reason. love? Do, is that a we list? Don't Are we doing the top the five list? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I felt obligated. You like challenge start me. Start with the counting. Like I've said, <laughs> like I've said before, my mom. I, really I don't you. like everybody, so I don't expect everybody to like me, and I'm totally fine with that. I know, but my mom really. Your likes mom you. does like me, and I like <laughs> her mom. She so. does. She does, and she was disappointed um, that you. Uh, she understood why you were gone, but uh, yeah. she. She she came in for my birthday, which um, Steve's the odd man out here because we all have birthdays all within, within what a week of each other. It is a week. Four days, so all within Fourth, a week. All within so. seven. Also, but I was being even Aaron more math, precise. All within a week. All within seven <laughs> days. <laughs> Fourth, seventh, eighth. Right, Correct. and uh, and I was remembering somebody we were talking soccer. And it was it's six years ago, I think, this week that we all went to see Manchester City play Manchester United. Oh, that United. was the Aaron's uh, special brother picture. <laughs> right, it is. <laughs> it is. I think it was six years ago this week. That we saw City lose to Manchester United. And I think yeah. it was the last time. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mike squad, was telling ways. me tonight, we had an event here, and yeah. so Mike was telling me that he there was a, a young lady somewhere that had a City uh, jersey on, and he was going to trash Tucker and say that Manchester United or Manchester was red, and then he realized that oh, we can't really say it that wasn't. Right it isn't actually <laughs> it is, red. It's, it's not for red. those of you who are soccer fans. Right there's now. two 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 soccer clubs in uh, Manchester. One is Manchester United, which we all pull for, except for Steve. Except for Steve, and, and Mike I, pulls for them you, as you, well. Who, man, who was it that you were? 
Nobody. Cool. I will not. No, pick there was a somebody you were doing it out Absolutely of spite not. one day because they actually lost. It was a Bournemouth. 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 I don't remember. Yeah, that. and so Mike is also uh, a Manchester United fan. Um, and uh, and so we uh, he was going to taunt him. And so Manchester United is red. Manchester City is across um, the city. Manchester from them is blue. And Manchester City this year has won the Premier League, the Champions League, <laughs> some random ping pong league, the, <laughs> the swimming league. Won it all. The pool the, league. Beer pong. You name beer it. Beer pong. Yeah. They're um, Stanley Cup. I think uh, Jack Grealish <laughs> has won the drinking league. The, he won the Champions League, and then the next morning he's fully in oh, his kit. It's the greatest. That's the greatest. Like you know, he had a he's great drunk. night when he's, he's in full he's kit. He's clearly still drunk the next day as they're celebrating on the bus. He's still in his kit from that he played in the day before. Which is which is didn't uniform. shower, yeah. just <laughs> drunk. Yeah. And he's just and it's still in the same kit and he's like on the bus and you're just going, Fuck yeah. Like you just you just won yeah. the yeah. treble. And where was and it? it? Was it Istanbul? Istanbul. Yeah. And he's just he's just you can tell he's living his full life. Yeah. Like you're not, I'm not arguing. <laughs> I'm looking at him going, Okay, brother. Hey, yep. yeah. Do it. <laughs> when you're winning when you win the treble, you should one of the one of the Denver Nuggets did the same thing uh, this year after they won the championship. Like they showed pictures of him like the next day, and he's still in a bas- basketball shorts. And, <laughs> right. Uh, well, like William Carlson from the Golden Knights um, took off his shirt at every. Yeah. For the record, no body fat. So take yeah, off your shirt ahead. whenever the, the ladies were. If on I had that a chair. body like that, you couldn't keep clothes on. Me. <laughs> right. Like, so I'd be naked the two everywhere. ladies were 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 hosting the victory parade and. Uh, the the staging thing the, he took off his shirt and she goes well look at he turn off his shirt and the other girl goes do you mind and, <laughs> and then the other girl says no not really <laughs> and they good. were both you know like i think married with children and they go no i don't really mind and he, i i'm tempted because I'm, I'm gonna buy a coffee mug because he gave the drunk speech he got oh, cut yeah. off at the thing but he said you were, i was here day fucking one you were here for day fucking one and it just and it's now caught on so everybody out in vegas says i was here day fucking oh, was there one. a coffee cup that says here day fucking one day fucking oh, one on it that's a good coffee <laughs> that is a right. good one he uh and he's just but it, they it, call him wild bill it needs to be the kind where like you put coffee in it and then like that goes away but it's like a picture of him with his shirt off <laughs> shirt off <laughs> like when he eats up. He, his his whole speech was i was here day fucking one said, I played in the first game against the Coyotes. Mm-hmm. I didn't score a goal, but I was magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> Created chances. Created right. chances. <laughs> and it was just a great speech. And they were cutting him off almost immediately because he was. There's, there's always one in a, in a championship race. It was over drinking. Yeah, Kelsey is for the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, Gronk. For, yeah, Gronk. Oh God, just, there's Brady's throwing Brady the throwing Super Bowl. Throwing the Super Bowl. Yeah. Super Bowl. yeah. Right. That parade was awesome. I must say that I um I really love that parade. I would have, man, I really wanted the Lombardi to go into the bay. That would have been awesome. <laughs> like, that would have been just <laughs> chef's kiss. Whoop, just whoop, right whoop, there. Whoop, 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 is this the real one? Is this the real one? Because somebody claimed that it wasn't, that they were throwing around a replica. Yeah. Um, so I was in St. Louis this weekend. So Golden Knight story. Uh-huh. And I wore, because it was St. Louis Blues, and I'm a Blackhawks Knights fan. Yeah. So I wore my Golden Knight paraphernalia all weekend. 
And so I'm at the Eric Church, Travis Tritt, uh, Muscadine Bloodline concert. And at some point I turned around because it started raining. And so I was just looking out at the lawn because I would never sit on the lawn. <laughs> just looking at it. <laughs> Watching it rain. And so, and I turned and I had my, uh, the Realm is United shirt on. And uh, somebody came up to me and said, saw your shirt. I couldn't hear because it must have when I was playing. But they pointed at my shirt like these three people, and I didn't know them from Adam. And so I just, oh, yeah, hi. Like, yeah. And so. Um, smile and wave, boy. Smile and wave, kissing the babies. But somebody came up to me in St. Louis and, like, pointed out my shirt and, like, gave me a thumbs up. I'm like, oh, cool. My, nice. my buddy, who's a blues fan, I was like, uh, he was going, you going to wear that all weekend? Yep. I said, I not this shirt, but I have other <laughs> I brought, shirts. I brought, I, brought like this. I brought more. You're like me with black T-shirts. Right. <laughs> well, I should have wore my uh, Vegas Strong 58 shirt, the the, the the actual hockey jersey I got. So you, you, you got that. It's new. Your first hockey jersey ever? No, I have. You've had it? I have. I have a. I have a. I have two Blackhawks jerseys that are mine to wear, and then I have a Stanley Cup worn jersey from Kane autographed. Oh, really? Um, that's in my closet. So you I have know, like a actual Stanley Cup worn. Wow. Cl- Do you know played jersey? Do you know what game? Uh, I don't. Of I have the, a card of the actual final game or just the finals? The in the Stanley Cup, the Stanley but Cup not final? the final game. Okay. But I have it. I have a card that tells me that. Really? That's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's got to be. That's. I'm encouraging. At least twenty dollars. I think. <laughs> I think. I think nineteen for sure. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I had a really close friend. Twenty-two for passed it. away earlier this year. Who gave me that? He he wanted. He was a lobbyist. Oh, I feel bad for him. Wanted. Um. No, that's fine. Um, he, he was older. It's he what died we do. of cancer. But, dick, right. It's what we do here. But uh, he was one of the coolest people I ever met because he was just super kind. Pittsburgh Steeler fan, just like the nicest guy ever. And he he said he get, he bought it because he was at a charity auction, and he um, he was with the hospital and he wanted to participate in the charity auction because he was a lobbyist at this thing, and he said to me. You know, I don't know many Blackhawk fans, and so I know you will value this. Yeah. And so he said, I give this to you. And That's so cool. it was like, that is awesome. I was. You ever thought about like framing it or anything? I do need to frame it 100%. Yeah. yeah I'm just sure. not really good at that. I just need to turn it over to somebody oh, yeah, to do gotta, that. And that's one of those things where, like, I have some, I have some stuff that I got because it's framed. a Caner jersey. It's oh, yeah, not like, a fuck like around this, jersey. You don't send no, that to yeah. It's not like somebody who didn't play. Yeah. It was like, yeah. Well, you don't send that to Hobby Lobby. You actually go to like a high end yeah, no, frame shop and have that's them. The like, right, I don't know any of those places. So they're, uh, I mean, you know there's... where you know where Hillcrest Artisan Meats is on Cavanaugh? No, okay, it's on Cavanaugh. Um, <laughs> Where's that Hillcrest again? Artisan Meats. Uh, there's a there's a frame <laughs> shop way. right next door that does that, way? that does that. Yeah, it's that way. That does that. We all audio, just audio point format in point. Awesome, love it. Right, they're making fun of me, and so we all point in different directions. Uh, I need to I need to go down there. I need to go to Hillcrest. Artisan meats. Ham, yeah. Yeah, ham. So uh, did you, I, I, behind the curtain, we talked about it maybe, but did you talk to the guy who was here that does the voiceover work for I the I talked Knights? to him. I did not talk about that to him. I Somebody said to me. I did. And you did. And I, so I went up to talk to him and then we started talking about music and then he had to leave. Yeah. So I didn't want to say, do you do Gold Knights? <laughs> broadcast because it would seem all too creepy. It wasn't the broadcast; it was commercial. Half-time. Yeah, halftime and commercial between like periods. That. Yeah, it's not. There's and no actual halftime. He said halftime, so that's why I said it. 
that tells me he doesn't know much about hockey. Yeah, but, I agree. Because there's, <laughs> there's three periods, yeah. so what would... Be, but it would still be cool to talk to him. Yeah. Well, it was cool because I've always said, like, I've always enjoyed voiceover work and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then having two guys in the shop tonight for our event that actually do voiceover work and seeing how their voice, like, they normally talk, and then they kind of turn it on. I'm like, holy shit, like, that is... Yeah, they were big-time radio voiceover guys. work. Like, yeah, yeah no, they, they were big-time radio voices. You could tell. So I was talking to him about that, and, and they said... We were said, talking about country artists who were dicks tonight. That's the problem <laughs> we talked about. They were saying how that, like, traditional radio voices is dying. It's dying off, yeah. And because the commercial people don't want that. They want somebody that's relatable mm-hmm. and, like, has a normal voice. And so, like, they're... Or somebody who's connected with the team, so it's like... Yeah. Like the Blackhawks now have teams, like yeah. Sharp, Patrick Sharp, who's Well, like, not even yeah. that, but the, it, it's the cadence. It's yeah. the, yeah. And no, I mean, there's a, you don't have the Vince Scully voice, the, the, the Howard Cosell voice, yeah. stuff like that. It's the, so they've the both everyday have, voice. They've had to learn to not Talk turn normal. that on. Mm-hmm. Right. Interesting. And just do it in their normal they voice. They seem like cool dudes. Yeah. I didn't know how to bring it up because I went up there and actually sat next to them <laughs> to like ask them questions about the Did you lean night. your head in a little bit but more? But the fact that they said, the fact is... That they said halftime tells me they don't know yeah, much. They don't know I, don't, about I don't know what <laughs> the stuff that I wanted to know. Like how how were the they wouldn't have known. No, they were doing voiceover works for the gold. Well, they have studios in their house and yeah. it just records remotely, so they're not involved with the. They're team just at doing all. commercial. Voice just somebody pays them yeah. to do a right. voice. That's still a cool way to make still a living. Cool, yeah. That's probably a bigger deal for you than it is. Oh for yeah, me. God, God, like to be to have like a small part in. Some an anime, a voiceover work, or something yeah. like that. Like, oh yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm cramming audiobooks right now, and uh, to be able to those people who read audiobooks with mm-hmm. all those different quirky voices, because yeah. you're reading all those with slight different inflections and all that stuff yeah. to make I, those voices. I don't remember all of them. That's why I don't know. So there's a 50 characters in a book, and they have a different voice. Well, for I all just of them. 74 crazy. hour book finished with that had to have 50 different characters in it, and like flipping back and forth and you're just going and then a character will pop up from 30 hours ago and mm-hmm. you're just going fuck me well because a lot of time too they're not they're not that wasn't actually they're not reading it you know <laughs> unabridged style they're, they're reading doing, this character's well parts. no because they'll do like if Chunk. you know if you know like character a is heavy in chapter one through two or one point one through two one okay. through four and then so like do one again, and four first. and then 12 through 15 they'll do they'll do that and then okay. meet that all up that makes two. sense yeah so they can read character and mm-hmm. keep in that same character keeping the well. tone and everything it's yeah. like i've ne- like i haven't listened to any of the uh like the song uh song of fire and ice books but like they do a lot of those so you're talking changes. that's the uh uh, Game of Thrones. Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. So like, those like, are fucking bulky books, and all those yeah. names are funky as hell. Oh, my god! Because that's the way I've, well, but, I've read those. But it's those. also coming from a, a first-person point of view, so it's, yeah. a, lot of, it's yeah. a lot of that. you got to keep with that voice through that whole chapter, and then you can just yeah. do chapter after chapter. Yeah. I've listened to all those. <clears throat> I did I did two audiobooks this week. That I finished the one, and now it's a shorter one. It's uh, only 73 hours. <laughs> No, I'm joking. This one's 12 hours. The, the biggest I'm, one, the biggest a one I did. Huge fantasy sci fi kick right now. And then, so I did the. Uh, everybody knows I'm big on D&D now. So I mm-hmm. did the. Uh, not a biography, but like a, the backstory of how D&D started, where it started, oh, where nice. it is now, and stuff like that, and just where it came from and shit like that. So it was a quick little like nine hour. Did that in a, a day. But then the biggest book I've done is 
the one you turned me on the the stand. Oh, that's, God, that's so fifty-two hours. Like yeah. that was that's a long book. That was a that was a because a I ain't reading time. that. <laughs> <laughs> as as like you will agree, uh, Stephen. Uh, he gets a little Verbose. word salad. He's not. <laughs> like, he's not Dean Koontz ass. No, but he is because Dean Koontz. Um, if something could take five words, it takes fifty in his books. Yeah, I like him. A lot of people say that about Stephen King too. Oh, Stephen you know, King. He's a word salad. If like something, that. if something yes. could take five words, Stephen King gets it to about thirty-five. Yes, but Dean Koontz can is, is fifty. So just he's um, he's a little extra. Well, because you got to think he's always chasing King. I think. I, I but there's such different authors. Yeah, the Seriously. same the same bubble, but still King there's slightly different parts of the bubble. So I mean, Salem's Lot is one of the scariest books ever that yeah. I've ever written, and I read. You wrote or, Salem's Lot? Also. No, read, and it it just it was because it was so early in my life. Yeah, <clears throat> back you know in the 30s. And so um, it's, it terrified <laughs> when me. when they had the Vivaphone. But the uh, one, <laughs> the, the first Dean Kuhn's book Listen I read was <laughs> the one with the guy who was like the stone cold killer and he like buttoned up people's eyes oh, and stuff. Uh, like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great, that's a, so I actually great read, book. I read that book. I, I had listened. to put that book in down because you put oh. it in the freezer like Joey. Oh, like, like Joey. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, Dude, that, that book, book was, oh, it was, that might be the most terrifying book I've it, ever read. I, it, Cause it was just like, yeah, just to see that truly into just a fucked up mind. Well, I, not scary, but super unsettling. Unsettling is the right word. Yeah. Cause you just go, and he's written three or four books where you just go, I think you've got to be a cel- serial killer. Yeah. yeah. Cause he's just so disturbing. You would think the best serial killers would be, or like authors like that would be the best killers. Yeah, you'd think so. I would agree with that. I don't know. Do serial or killers serial have killers big would be the best serial killers. No. So I don't know that I would consider that the same. They have big authors have big imaginations. Serial killers have big impulses. Yeah. Not imagination. So I bet they don't have great imaginations. Yeah. I agree with Aaron. So we're just going to have to fight it out now, All right? <laughs> two, two and two. All right, so let's actually talk about what we're smoking because we had a big event tonight. We it had, was an awesome event. We had although a we're still event. we were short. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even know we had radio people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we so we had CAO tonight with Steve over here. Oh yeah, nice to have him actually working here back yes. in the shop doing super doing excited. Stuff. I got yeah. one of the two things I requested. Yes, you did. And I was super fired up about. <laughs> Gonna that. get that. The j- other one will be here. Gonna get in, that jab I don't in think there. So. Emphasis on actually working. <laughs> yes, just kidding. So the I the the uh, the basin came in, which I'm super yeah. fired up about. So we we we're working on a event only CAO. I think I'm allowed to talk about this. I don't know. Um, it's not available yet. So um, because it was not available, I was able to grab a couple boxes of the uh, Amazon Basin Extra and Yeho um, and send those to the shop for for sale. But, you know, nice kind of exclusive product to get that yeah. not everybody has right now. I was so. super fired up. So Aaron texted me. Which, uh, which was awesome. So here's the thing: it, it managed to you, travel the whole twenty feet to I don't get know, to me in here. I don't know. <laughs> okay, here. Let me tell from my point of view. Okay, 
I thought you were and then out I'll of, tell you what I thought you were happened. out of town this weekend, but it's next weekend. It's next weekend. So I texted you. And like, the previous weekend. Yes, I texted you. I was like, hey, do you want these Amazon Basin? You're like, yes. I was like, all right, cool. I'll put in your locker. You're like, all right, good deal. So I go in here. <laughs> and then I actually asked you, how I, much? I, yeah, you, you, said, you said how much, and I gave you the price. I was like, I'll put it in your locker. You're like, all right, thanks. I actually so I, asked you the price after I said <laughs> yes. Yes. So I come in here and put in his said locker. $8,000, I was going to say yeah, yes. I, I yeah. come in here and put it in his locker, and he's sitting in the chair. I'm yeah. like, like, how long have you been here? Like, like you had to walk by me at some point, and I, I did. did not see you. Correct. Like, was my back turned, or was I in no, the humidor? You, just, you need to be more aware. You treat me in <laughs> real life like you do my text messages. So the only thing is, like, Mo, so Mo was with me, and she said, like, hey, what color car does Mike, uh, Mike, Mike, does Mark have? I was like, it's like a dark blue pearl kind of thing. You remember that, at least. So evidently, she saw you pull up. Yes, and she did. But and she was back here talking with right. you and I, her and, and I, I were like, having a nice conversation. <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing here?" It's like this feels weird. Like I just texted you from fifteen feet away. You did. <laughs> Felt weird to me. But you but did I the re- same thing tonight. You sent the Chris Stapleton text, so we were all standing right there. I know. And Mo was sitting in the same room as you. I know. And I texted Paula. <laughs> right, but I thought she'd want the link to yeah, know the, about the album. Absolutely. I, I did that on purpose. I knew you two were here. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea that you were he here. He didn't know I was there. Yeah, no idea. I get Different. It. Yeah. Like if I didn't, if I wouldn't have come back here to put those in your locker, like I would, it would have been a couple hours until I came in here to like clean ashtrays and check. I, and I would have known and you I was didn't like, oh, put it in shit, my locker. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it was just funny. Like quick, like a cat. Yes. Just sneak. No, I'd walked in a half hour earlier. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Anyway, the event was good. <laughs> Great <laughs> event. You so, had you had a lot of CAO of the flag series of the nation series or the, the world series. The world series, I heard they were called. Um, and so you had a good selection of the America, the Italias, and the Brazilias. Yep. Um, and I bought a, a, besides the basin. I bought a box of the um, Americas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a great America. cigar. I love oh, that. So good. Love that cigar. Oh, it's so leathery and the pinstripes burn. It's a pinstripe, beautiful cigar with the pinstripes, and it burns like a champ. Yep. And it tastes great. I love oh, the America. Yeah. It's one of the few barber poles that actually burns really well. Oh, it the whole burns theory. tight. Yeah. Oh, just so tight. So, but what we are smoking is the so Italia. The I forget what size this is. Um, because with the this G. is the gondola. The gondola. Yeah. So I haven't had this one. One of the great sandwiches of all time. It's been close to 20 years. <laughs> so you don't know Mike's Michael's Fine Cigars. It was a I place in Benton way back when. Do you, I mean, you're old Celine County yeah. dude. Do you remember Mike? Yeah. Michael's? So there was a. that's why I call it the Flag Series, because that's what Michael called it. Because he had the Italia, the Colombia, <laughs> the... I don't know if they had the Brasilia back then. They had something else. Brasilia was like the first one. So he had like the lot of them and he called them the flag series. And that's just what I've always called them since okay. then. But I haven't had one. It's got to be since God, 2006, maybe. Were you since allowed to these. smoke back then? <laughs> so I bought my first box of cigars at 16. And I Illegally. smoked. Illegally. If we only knew of anybody who had connections in <laughs> tobacco. I, I smoked one. <laughs> And I took them back the same day because I did not want them anymore. And I got my money back. They gave you your money back? Yep. Wow. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, Michaels? A, it's, it's a gas. No, no, it was a. This was a gas station. I okay. bought a box of uh, Philly, uh, Philly blunts. Oh, Philly blunts. No wonder. Yeah, <laughs> is, is, they knew they could resell them. Is that what you claim is your first box of cigars? First box, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't I don't think think that applies. Counts. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like my, my first cigar was a Swisher Sweet. I ain't gonna bullshit about so it. So, what was your first cigar? No, my first. What was your first box of cigars? What's that? What was your first box of cigars? Actually, it was a box of CAA CAO Blacks. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like that nice. one. Nice. Yeah. What was your first? Mine was the Jaime Garcia Reserve Especial. Nice. That's a good one. I Mine was a, a Cousteret 998. Of CEO nice. Blacks. At the time, they were my favorite cigars. And I was going to the beach and I wanted to smoke only that cigar. I smoked nice. the whole box. Nice. Well, you've been on mute this whole time? No, I just turned it oh, so okay. I could do this. He did, he He's making sure. <laughs> right. okay. No, I, I just did it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so the bananas, the bananas are out in California tonight. Before right. we get to there, let's talk about the cigar. So this is the uh, Italia. So it's a Honduran wrapper and binder with Italian, Nicaraguan, and Peruvian fillers. This is a good cigar. Yeah. It, it's not my favorite of them because that's the Italian or the American and the... But this is... A, I've smoked one of these right before it. Yeah. I really like this yeah, cigar. You're, you're, back, you're back to back. You're, you're pulling yeah. a Drake right so now. So the little sweet... Mm-hmm. It's a little, it's a, it's fresh. I like it. You know, it's like, you know, it's very good. I So, again, being almost 20 years since I've had this, like the first light, I did get that big burst of sweetness, but I got, I don't know, almost like cannoli-wise, nutty, but sweetness at the same time. And I was like, oh, well, I don't know if that's just like wordplay in my head, like Italian, getting that cannoli factor, but it was. It's like, this is a dessert cigar for me. Like this is yeah, so it's not good. a bad dessert cigar for me. This I've always loved the Italia. Um, yeah, for me, it's always been a uh, anytime cigar. To me, it's very smooth. It's very nutty. Yeah, um, it's not overbearing. I'd say it's a medium, maybe medium plus. Medium, yeah. Um, yeah, I've always enjoyed it because it's it's something that if I don't know what I want, I know it's good. I know it's not going to rock. You know, be so strong that it kicks my ass. Um, I've smoked this cigar for. Long, long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. That Italian tobacco is very unique. You don't see yeah, that. You don't see that a lot. So they, it's a, it's actually a Cuban Habano seed that they took to Italy. And it's a region between Rome and Naples where they grow it. Yeah. So a lot of vineyards and stuff in that yeah, area. I mean, so the fucking soil sure is the whole country. Primo for Yeah, it, it is most of the country. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's great. Like, I mean, it's great soil. It's great ground. I mean, getting... Arguably some of the best wines. So, yeah, let's see what we can do tobacco-wise. Yeah. Do more of that. Yeah. That's Which good. you don't see a lot of grapes grown in the same area you see tobacco grown. No. Yeah. Traditionally. Mm-hmm. But you also, I mean, I mean, that's. Well, they always say, like, wherever you grow, like, good coffee, you get good tobacco from You don't well. see coffee grown where you see either of those other things grown. Coffee you see more often. Um, I guess Colombia you would. Yeah. Well, and in Nicaragua, Nicaragua, they do a lot of coffee yeah, out of there they? next to the tobacco fields. But okay. like I'm grapes, grapes do better in um, drier, drier areas, yeah. a little bit cooler areas most of the time. Tobacco does well in the heat and and wet. So well, that's why all, all, why the, all the vineyards so and stuff are up Just on the yeah, side up of the mountain and yep. everything. And yeah, for, so that's why I do as well. So that's why I'm a big cigar guy because I do well in the heat and wet. <laughs> Man, I do. <laughs> That's why I was going to ask you, like, how was it wearing a jersey 
It was. It probably wasn't as hot up in St. Louis as it was as it has. I been didn't wear there. my jersey in St. Louis. Oh, okay. That's what I was saying. Like it is because it was it really humid. It was in mid, for mid the long to high eighties up there. So it was. Uh, so we went with that. Paula. <laughs> I went with Paula and Joan Rob, who are from Central Illinois. And you had thought it was the it was we were on the sun with those three. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! And they're going, "Aren't you hot?" And I go, "No, I'm actually not hot." Yeah. They go, well, you're sweating. And I said, yeah, well, we're outside. It's a little humid, but, like, no, I'm fine. Yeah. They And the, people from, we've talked about this. Yeah. People from uh, Illinois and Indiana and all those places, they always go, oh, it's really hot up here in the summer. And let me just fix this. Because people from Texas and Louisiana um, do say the same things about people from Arkansas. It's not hot up there. Yeah. And people down in Houston will laugh at us because if you've ever been to Houston in the summer, it's like a whole magnitude hotter in Houston than it is ever here. And and humidity. Yeah, it's just, you walk out, like I would travel down there for work, and you would go outside at 6 in the morning, and like this next week it's supposed to be balls hot here, which is a a technical weather term. And (laughs) there... (laughs) <laughs> but you'll go outside in Houston at six in the morning and it when you go outside at six in the morning here, it's just different hot down there. Yeah. It's just like So what I've what I've noticed and what I tell people, because they ask me this all the time, because I travel all over the south. Um so the further north you go, it still gets hot. And humid. Right? There's periods that it gets hot and humid, but it's for a, a lot shorter period the yes. further north you go. It right. doesn't get on the really hot days. It's just not the same either. Yeah, I mean, there's times where it definitely is going to get hotter in right. New Orleans or Houston or any of those areas. But yeah. it's still, I think Arkansas, we get just as hot as those areas, but we don't stay there like they do. But in St. Louis, they don't stay like we do, right? right. It cools off in the evening. Here, I can and, recall. And the further south you go, at night, it doesn't cool off, yeah. right? Because the Two humidity is so Two or three days so already thick. this year, it has rained in the morning. Yeah. And the rain has hit the asphalt. Yeah. And you get a really intense misting yeah. from that. That doesn't happen up north. It just doesn't happen yeah. in the same way up there. Yeah. It, 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 it gets hot up there, but it's just not the same. Yeah. I like it. It just hot. doesn't last as long. It doesn't last as long for sure. It just doesn't quite get as hot. And the humidity isn't quite as bad. Yeah. It's now, hot. Now, as well, the, and as you get close to like, you know, Chicago and near the lakes, like you get that breeze coming off of them most right. of the time. Big cities are hotter. The reason yeah, like Houston, absolutely. big cities are hotter because, and it's been yeah. proven, cement sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No trees. No trees. <laughs> and cement sucks. Yeah. All the windows just yeah. glaring the yeah. sun. Now but as the concert the, was nice. It wasn't it wasn't too bad. And I was just wearing my Realm United shirt. Just a t shirt. So but they were you know I pissed off a waiter. I, I keep saying you keep saying Rome United. Realm the realm, realm is United. Realm United. Okay. Pull the hair away from your ears. <laughs> I was going through Rome, the Rolodex. Rome is finally I was united. Like, I was like, what <laughs> player is named Rome on our team? I'm like, sitting the here, realm, like, okay. as in, yeah, yes. forget it. I, Fuck it. I, got, I got you. I got you. Okay. He doesn't so, know hockey. I've worn that shirt up here. That's the shirt they all wore in the locker room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After, after yeah. they won. 
They all got, wore it, and then you got it. I, yeah, it's gonna be cool. a sweaty shirt. Sweaty. Yeah, I got so. my I got my I got my sports mixed up. I, I was going United for the no, soccer, not no, for no. the realm side. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, so, but like for the weather uh, side, speak um, as the one person who works outside, I can tell you that this summer has sucked. Yeah, it's been a rough. This, one this summer year. has not been as bad no, as last. I summer. disagree with all of y'all, and except for Mark, the two of y'all. This summer has not been as bad as previous summers. Last summer was brutal. Last summer was brutal. Last summer was hot. Because we had like... We're not even no, in fucking August. Last summer there was no the relief because we had little rain. Yeah, it's yeah, been it was raining. drier but, last year. And it was just heat nonstop. For sure. yeah. if, if it's raining in the morning, it's fucking horrible for me for us today because... Hey, you have just, a unique it's experience. It's muggy. Yeah. And too, like I was telling him the other day, like I was, I was working on my table saw and sweat was dripping on me and shit like that. Next day... It's rusted up just from the sweat. So I got to spend an hour sanding it down, polishing it up, oiling it back down, dry coating it for it to happen all over again the next day. It's just like, God, this Did sucks. you have to do that last year or is this just because you're a sweaty ass this year? <laughs> <laughs> no, like that last year, last year was a lot drier. So, yeah, like I feel like this year. Is it the humidity or just your the, sweaty ass? It, little column A, little column B. Okay, I have I, more hair. I mean, I feel like just, this year we got um, higher temps quicker. Right, last year it got hot and stayed hot. This year it's like we went straight from like I don't remember spring. A couple days of spring, and yeah. then it just immediately went to a hundred. Like I'm I'm grateful for today because we had a cold front roll by and it was 87 we didn't have the build up <laughs> but it was definitely hotter for a longer period last year and because it went from mid no relief to like late in july where it was yeah over 100 or pushing 100 yeah, for, it was yeah. like it was like almost like a 11, record number we had like 11 days. straight days yeah. of yeah. 100 last year and yeah. it's gonna like fucking august and yeah we haven't even got to august we haven't got, <laughs> we haven't got to the worst part yet yeah so that's true like, I don't know why I'm still this fucking fat because I'm sweating it all out. I, w- I was working. So now this is the subject of the show, which is an intervention. So it's the fat guy. So I was I was working Tuesday, and I stopped sweating, and that's when I was like, oh, shit. Like, that's not good. Yep. Dehydrated. Jason Aldean got rushed off stage because supposedly a heat It's because of the coke. Probably. He's, they said he had a heat stroke, which tells me they don't know the difference between heat exhaustion and heat stroke. Because heat stroke means you pass out. Heat exhaustion means yeah. that you can run off. You're stage. about to have a heat stroke. Right. <laughs> so, it means you're on the on the on the on the progression. Yeah, I saw yeah. a video of a guy who was uh, working construction on a scaffolding, and he was maybe 30 feet in the air, and he was walking, pick something up, walking across the scaffolding, and he just stopped, put his hands on his hip, and like tried to catch his breath, and like looked up, and then just fell straight back off the scaffolding. Jeez. Wow. And like hit like a pile of, of pallets and bounce. I'm like, oh my God, like this guy, this guy died. That's, that's heat stroke. The video cut off and like, nobody oh knows. Gosh. <laughs> it's like, it's like, and it's like, like one of those things videos. like, fuck, like I, I know, I understand. Like, yeah, there's a. No, I mean, it's, especially if you're working all day with yeah. no break. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. Drink water. Yeah. People. I played golf in it. Yeah, you you were like you were like you want to play golf? I'm like it's fucking four o'clock and it's 107 outside. Yeah. No, right? It's good for you. Just bring your mobile IV. <laughs> right. Drink some pH plus water. Yeah, a lot of like so at the uh, at the gas station by the shop, I've noticed they started selling um, 
next to like all the energy drinks and water and stuff like that, they're selling now like little uh, six ounce shots of pickle juice. Yeah. Uh, everywhere. Well, so many of these companies have have introduced an electrolyte drink. Now you really I don't mean, have to do I mean, pickle juice no, anymore. I mean, pickle juice is like the old school. Yeah, like, that's the best way. Gatorade's got it. Pedialyte. Yeah. I mean, they've they've. All coconut, these companies are. They still out. sell coconut because I coconut use. water. Like coconut the, water yeah. supposedly is really good for that too. Yeah, really? like, I didn't realize that Gatorade has really hydrating. I think it's called like it's Gator Light. Gator Light. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like delicious. a Pedialyte Gatorade. Yeah. It's you think it's delicious? Yeah. It's salty. I think all Gatorade's salty. I mean, all the Pedialyte supposed to be salty. That's salty. What, that's what. But so that, I don't like that. Is not a flavor that I think. Oh, that is delicious. Like it's it's okay. It's not bad. It doesn't taste bad. I mean, but it's not good. something I like. Crave that the, flavor. The true original Gatorade down was in Florida juice. was was lemon lime Kool Aid with salt. Like, yeah, that's what like, Gatorade was when it started. Well, yeah, that's I a mean, myth. Actually, I don't know. I think it's it was not invented in Florida. It was, was University it of Florida. It was not. That's a myth. Really? <laughs> yeah. Was it the University of Florida State? No, it was not. It was made by the who's the company that owns Mr. Quaker Gatorade? Oats. Elon Musk. No, uh, Quaker Oats. Is it General John is Paul or General whatever? Mills? It might be. So do I think you it remember? Mills. You guys don't remember. What am I talking about? So I remember <laughs> playing tennis when I was a young kid. Like we would go State Farm Park, which my dad worked at State Farm. So you, it was like an employees only park, and they had like clay courts and they had cement courts, and you could go play tennis. And I always I loved playing tennis. And they would go, and they would they had the glass. Gatorade jars, um, but they had to mix it, hand mix oh. it. Back in the day, you was glass they, jars. Yeah, they were glass jars, like the you know, oh the, the the Gatorade and glass. Oh yeah, yeah. So they and they mix it and they put a thing on it and they shake it up and it was cold. So it is made by PepsiCo. <laughs> PepsiCo developed in 1965 by Dr. Robert Cade. It was originally made for the Gators at the University of Florida. That's a myth. I'm telling you. I'm looking at their website. I'm t- okay, they've proven that that's a myth. On their website? Yeah. Okay. That's well, clearly marketing. Myth. <laughs> it's fake. <laughs> it's fake. Fake news. Um, but I remember taking that. That's why it's called drink. Gatorade, though. I'm almost certain that that's a myth. Almost certain. You're really well, changing I, the story. I think. Now. I'm almost back certain when uh, Burt Reynolds was playing for University of Florida. They in, they <laughs> determined that they could take. I heard this. The pickle juice helped. I heard yeah. Burt Reynolds invented that. <laughs> oh, God. No, but I heard when he was playing football that they used to, because Florida's obviously a shitty oh, place to play football. Yeah. They used to give us salt tablets. That's illegal now. So we had ammonia it's bad towels. for your heart. Yeah, it's terrible for you. Did, you have, did you have ammonia towels? That's ammonia towels. So it was towels yeah, I know what you're talking about. Drip, like dripped in ammonia and water, and we'd like rub it, like they'd drip it over our heads yeah, and shit like that. Ammonia is not good for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, but, like, what I had to do before football, my dad made me do, was for every game, a Hershey bar and an orange. So Why my, Hershey? Oh, just like a chocolate bar. I mean, it's it's like for energy. It was, it, the caffeine? That or that or just the... Uh, like so you're dead. What? Just the sugar. To have no Coke. Yeah, yeah. Just I couldn't do. I couldn't do lines at 13. So I can do. I can do orange wow. slices and, and. You lived in and, a really and, conservative household. <laughs> we did. Uh, we did salt tablets, and then when they started getting onto them about salt tablets, they would do pickle juice and bananas. Oh uh, yeah. So we, we were eat talking bananas and, and drink pickle bana- juice. Bananas are good. Yeah, it keeps you from it. cramping. Yep. One, I've never. I've always wanted to, but like the smelling salts, I've never once smelt 
smelling, smelling salts. So really? I have no idea. Like everybody, like kind of like okay, rears well, back and I'm gonna like, pop him really good. And then yeah. you, one of you guys to hit him with <laughs> like what? I what, so does Paula it burn? Was, does it like what is it? Like, Paul and Joe, uh, Joe's my buddy from Central Illinois, and they were talking uh, sweet tea. Mm-hmm. We were talking about sweet tea earlier. And they were talking about this, and of course, um, since they're Northerners, I'll act like I'm not. Paula was, <laughs> and they were going back about sweet tea, back and forth about sweet tea. And Joe's excited because there was some s- study that came out that said that the artificial sweeteners don't cause cancer at the rate that they thought it did. So you have to take so much of the artificial sweetener that it's like like really injected in the veins to make right, it work, like a huh. lot. And he apparently so like can't OD get artificial sweetener like in his pounds. office because his office manager will not order it because it's a carcinogen. Are you talking about like the, the pink stuff, the yeah, sweet the pink stuff? Yeah. yeah. And he, so she won't order it. And so uh, I, you'll find this hard to believe, I'm just lighting him up. I said, I thought you were in charge. I'm confused. Because like if <laughs> my office manager said, well, we're not ordering this because it causes cancer and yeah. I'll just... I'll just, I, I would have walked out of my office and I looked at the little sign in my desk and I'd like go <laughs> and then go look at her little office desk <laughs> and I walk back to my office, right? You'll pull that card. <laughs> right. I, I would. I, cause he really wanted it. And so he's going to go back and tell her and like say, listen, this doesn't cause cancer. You will pull Sonori then, on fish <laughs> sugar. If I wanted it, if I wanted it, hundred percent, I would. As as three diabetics in this room, right? It's right. important, right? It's very important. Well, and then Paul, you're in the wrong room for that. Right. Paul is like going, "Well, I don't understand why you do that. Like, why don't you just get regular sweet tea?" And like, so Joe is like, they're going back and forth, like about sweet tea for an hour. Yeah, right. But I'm just, I'm, and so finally, it's Joe and I at the cigar shop. We went to, we found a new cigar shop there. Or, They've updated a cigar shop we went to in the past, which was really nice. And I said, and so the women are doing something else. And so I said, Joe, really, I know it feels like you're being bullshitty, like, but at some point you you really do have to pee in all the corners of the office and establish who makes the rules. Yeah. Like, I don't mean to be like, I mean, really, you're going to let her decide that you're not going to have sweet and low in your office? He goes, well... You know, the change is, the I, I compromise on this, and then I'm allowed to have bottles of alcohol in my office. And I said, pick a okay. yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> he goes, you know, so worth I, it. I mean, he's a lobbyist. And so he says, you know, I'd prefer to, when, when we have a really tough session, we can, you know, have a drink. And so she can't push on that. So she pushes on this other thing. And I said, I would pee in all the corners. I'm just like, you're yeah. telling me I can't have what? Yeah, sweet and low is that's wild. Well, I mean, but, and he's like, but he's like going. You have to like, they're like giving like you'd have to eat so much sweet and low in a day. And I yeah. said, don't you realize that's true with all of this stuff? Like yeah. uh, they tell you this causes cancer, and it's like you have to realize yeah, if you that snort they're it for six hours a day. They're giving so much to a rat, and that's yeah. their proof. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't, but it, right. So that was like in the in the tattoo world since I was in it for 10 years, there was a certain type of ink that became popular. Right. Um, and it was uh, UV ink. So you can't see it, and it would just show up under UV light. Like, we ended up writing, um, we had to go to Arkansas State, you know, law and all that kind of stuff, to like, hey, we, like, this is carcinogenic. Like, we're not going to, you got to start, like, putting making some laws about this because if you don't, it's going to get so fucking buck wild. Fuck up the whole industry. So we had it. I mean, it was a lot of 
pushback on a lot of stuff. So they wanted to get rid of some other things, but we wanted to keep on. Prince Alberts. Well, so ah. one of one of them was was branding. Oh, one was uh, scarification. One was uh, stuff like that bifurcation. And so, like, all right, you get rid of this, we can keep all the other things. And they're like, okay. Right. So, mm. <sighs> occasionally, I forget we live in Arkansas. Yeah, big tattoo <laughs> screwing us all again. Big tattoo. You don't hold the man down. You don't, you, don't, you don't want a tattoo with a UV light. I mean, just, no, no, you're right. I'm I, Steve's getting one tomorrow. Yep. And I, I've, I've decided what the next three tattoos I'm getting. Just uh, that's how it always is. I only want one. And you're like, I yeah, never said I seven. Maybe, gonna be uh, there. Yes. Well, I've decided I want, uh, I want the Las Vegas sign, and then oh, cool. I want, I want. Um, I want uh, a Golden Knights logo, and okay. then I want Eric Church and Jason Aldean up around the the uh, something that represents them up around the the Route ninety one. Like their tribute. faces, maybe their faces, maybe just some music reference. You going like the sign, like on your forearm? You look at your forearm. I've, I'm thinking that really. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out where I'll have. May I may put it on the other shoulder. I don't know. I haven't decided mm. where. That's what I'm. That's what's holding me up. Yeah. I'm also dropping weight because I'm on Monjaro, so I may drop 50 more pounds to figure out where I'll actually have flesh Big when I'm done. Big old rib piece. <laughs> I'm not going to put it on my ribs. <laughs> that's not ever going to look right at this point. Put Jason Aldino on one side, Eric Church on the other side. I, I'm pretty sure staring that in those into each other's eyes. I'm pretty sure that those references are going up here. Each, each nipples and nose. You know, just that, well, those are great ideas. <laughs> I've decided those two are going up here. Those may be the next one. Put one on each ass cheek. Because those those are going to go up here. No, not on ass cheeks. That's Aaron's job. Oh, Dude, getting your ass tattooed fucking sucks. There's just no right. About that's it. Aaron's. See, it I don't want to seem like it hurt that bad. There's it, so much meat there. Nah, there's something like you. There's would, a lot of you would, meat you would, on you Aaron. You would think there. you would think it wouldn't be bad. Dude, it is one of the absolute worst places to get tattooed because because it's like. Skin that doesn't get it's, uh, it's, exposed very often. Honestly, it's the it's the fatty buildup, and it's like getting tattooed in, in fat because you have a you lot more nerve endings because it get, pushes up there from the from the fat and everything. And that's what mm. that's one of the worst. Like where you're getting tattooed tomorrow, like you don't have a lot of fat on your shin and calf it's and stuff like that. It, hurt. It, oh, it's gonna hurt. I mean, it's gonna be uncomfortable. Luckily, Jason, who I've had, or Justin. Yeah, Justin. Jason, Justin, yeah, Jimison. Yeah, Jason Aldean yeah. on the brain. Right. He's, a, he's tattooed, I mean, tons on me. Like, seriously, some of the softest, easiest hands. He's got in, just out there. gentle baby hands. He does. Very like, soft dude, you, you do not want hard hands. Like, hey, or we call them heavy hands. <laughs> so he's light handed. Dude, getting tattooed by a heavy handed dude, like a, tr- a traditional old school tattooer, Oliver Peck, stuff like that. Like, those guys. It sucks. Oliver Peck, isn't that a country artist? No, so Oliver Peck, he's like all in the, he was married to Kat Von D. He's, Who's the cat artist? I do know who you're talking about, but isn't there a, has a, a country a, artist named Oliver Peck? The guy who has like the hair in front of his eyes is gay. I don't know. I'll send you. I'll send you a link. But <laughs> you know, it has, has a toothpick in his mouth. That's Oliver Peck. So he okay. has. He has a shot. He has. Um, he was on the tattoo show. Yeah. So he's one of the. He's one of the judges. He has. He, own, has, he, has, he has Elm hands. Street down in down in Texas. That's his big shot. But and he's, he's a heavy handed dude. He's a co- he, he uses coil machines and they. He puts it in. I mean, it's fucking solid. It ain't never coming out. And it's yeah. but it hurts. Will, do you have a tattoo? I do not. So what tattoo do you want? <laughs> 
I haven't figured that out yet. Okay. Because clearly everybody wants a tattoo. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm finally getting. I got an appointment for next month. I'll be the first time in four years getting tattooed. That's a long time. Four years. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Man, been a minute. So when does the uh, when's hockey season start? Because that's gonna be coming around what Shit. two weeks? About <laughs> the end of August. <laughs> Did you? There's been a couple of big. Cra- I mean the the the. Um, Tour de France is going on now, right? You oh, haven't yeah. brought it up at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to talk about it. somebody's fucking YouTube al- algorithm is fucked up? <laughs> it's because I made of watch him. a couple. Yeah. We've had to watch highlights from like day one through three, and now I'm getting like shit I don't give a There's shit about. There's been a about. couple really bad crashes, right? Yeah, there was one crash that took out like 20 people out of the race. Again, like some ca- fan ca- just... Caused by fans. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a couple of uh, couple of big moments. The, the guy that's going to win it all is just... It, it was it was really close until um, they did the time trial. So time most of the race is the whole group goes together at one time trial stage where everybody goes one at a time. They're two minutes apart, mm-hmm. and um, the guy that I thought was going to win the race this year caught the guy in front of him. Whoa! Um, and set. Uh, I think he was like a minute and a half ahead of the next closest guy. Wow. So just crushed it. The guy that's leading the race that is going to ultimately end up winning beat him by another minute and a half. Wow. Jeez. Um, he was up by 10 seconds to that point. And now, so then he now went up by up a minute minutes. 40 yeah. above that guy. And then yesterday's stage, um, he put another five minutes between him and that guy. Wow. So um, he's climbing at, a, at an absolute just blistering rate. Because uh, I always say it's one of the mountains, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's where the, you really distinguish the general, so general are they, are classification guys. No, they're pretty much done with the mountains now. That's why I'm saying this guy's going to win because they, they really don't have another it's stage. It's literally all downhill. To, to, from it's not downhill, but well, you know what I mean. flat stages. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you got to go up a mountain. You got to go down it. Yeah, but that's all on the same stage. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was like just up, up, up for like four <laughs> no. days. No. And then, <laughs> and then down. <laughs> So he he is just absolutely obliterated this guy um, the last two days. I haven't watched today's stage, so I'm not sure. But the last two days before this, he has just absolutely obliterated the field. Do you think they're going to make changes to the way fans watch this? Because this is about the third of the last five years. It happens every year. Because this injury was really bad. This was like a really yeah. bad crash. No, I mean, it took 20 people out of, not caused them to crash, out of the race. Like, had to quit. People get injured. Like, bad seriously injured. injured. Bad well, they're going, yeah. what, like 40 miles an hour? Well, not at that point, but yeah. It just seems fucked up that they would allow that to continue to happen. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's the, the worst part about the Tour de France is the, un, um, the, the sections without... Um, Barriers. Well, how, do you, how do you change it? Put barriers up. Put barriers up everywhere. But it's so hard to, to me, do when you get up really high up into those mountains. They're not on roads at that point. They're on bike trails. And so, like, it's really hard to get barriers up If there. you were wanting to fix something, because I've got to believe they bet the oh. shit out of the Tour de France. It seems like the easiest part to fix. Like, have yeah, a fan maybe. run up there and pick off a guy. The problem is there's really only two guys that can win this race. Yeah, that's the other part with this stupid race is like. <laughs> well, they had a they had an incident on the stage where he he put five minutes over almost six minutes between him and the next guy, 
where um, the fans, so it was kind of going around a corner, and the fans were in the road, mm-hmm. and they split normally, but the um, they have cameras on motorcycles, and then they have a, an official car that is like the head official for the race. Right, in um, case there's a ruling need right. to be made. They got like blocked by the fans. Fans that get out of the way around this corner, and the the guy that's leading the race and his teammate got had to stop in the middle of the race, like middle of the road, had to stop and get off their bikes. And they finally got the fans to move, and it probably cost him thirty more seconds, maybe maybe forty. That's fucked up. You think? LeBron's yeah. breaking free, and then there's a fan standing in the middle. Yeah. I'm always fascinated by or the a video. camera or a camera. <laughs> there's like the one girl tried to jump on. I think it was a Toronto Raptors game where she tried to run on because she was going to paint the court or something for. Oh yeah, glue, yeah, she was going to glue herself. So, to the so court. what I don't understand about the sport is because this has been going Everything. on for a while. Well, that forever, but this has been going on for a long time. But in all other sports, we've gone to the most extremes to make things fair. So why in this one do they just keep going with status quo? And I think it's just part of the France. allure of the race oh, it's, is it's how close the fans can get to the cyclists. Part of the allure. It's the, like the, the, it's like the motocross yeah, the things. Of it. It's like the motocross things where occasionally a car goes out and kills 15 <laughs> fans. Oh, I, yeah. like I will totally do that with a rally car. Like I want to touch a rally car <laughs> while it goes by. No, right. I am not into same, that. Which same is why with, your opinion same, same should never Same thing with Peplona. Lose an arm. Totally worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Get killed. But like, but, uh, I mean, that happens every genius. year in the Tour de France. There's some sort of fan interference. A couple years ago, I think it was last year, there was a group of like ten people that glued themselves to the road, and they had to. They literally had to stop the race. Everybody stopped, and they had to restart. Um, so I mean, it happens every year. Here, yeah. here's the happens. the cynic in me. Do you think it's going to have to take somebody dying for that? From that? people have, people have, have people have. Okay, yeah. yeah. So they uh, bikers and fans. So, like, yeah, both sides. Absolutely. So, th- this was probably, it was during Lance Armstrong's run. Um, and th- this has happened. I mean, like, Lance's left ball died. <laughs> How do you know it was left or right? I don't know. I don't know. That. I'm just guessing. <laughs> okay. I <laughs> 50 um, 50 chance. So, this guy. I got to want. I got I, I to gotta know. know. I got to know. This guy up. got really far ahead and he was out by himself and they didn't close the road. In time, this car got through before they closed the roads off, and and he's coming through an intersection. Here comes the car, and it and it kills him in the middle of the tour. That feels amateurish. Yeah, they didn't like, realize the car was there. Right, but it feels like you should know Somebody that the biker know. was there, yeah. <laughs> right? Because he was like the leader. Yeah, so it feels like somebody should have paid attention to that. If yeah. you, I, Will's question is right, what is it going to have to take? I don't like know. Like five of them dying? I mean, what? at some point, something's going to happen to you. Yeah. Maybe we should know. take this seriously. Well, what, what boggles me is that in every other sport, we've added all the different review cams and the this, and it's it, right. it, it it's frustrating, but it's crazy to me that something this globally uh, uh, big, that they it doesn't seem to like they're making many efforts towards. Well, I yeah. remember at the end of that um, the tour, there was – there was that one questionable call, right? And then you and I fucking watched it 50 yeah. times. Yeah. Like, and debated the judgment of that. And it just appears to be like the Wild West. Like, it's like... Yeah. Well, are there are there other races like this? Yeah, this is definitely the biggest. So, but but does that happen 
everywhere, or yep. is it just the? No, that oh. happens all the time. But it's, it's also a um, lot of mileage, I suppose, to protect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking about 120 miles a day. Yeah, so it's just like stages. it's like hockey on wheels. No, there's. A <laughs> but so what happens a lot of times? Because in hockey on wheels, <laughs> the fan would have got checked into the fucking boards. <laughs> What happens a lot of times is sticks would have gotten up, and then and then a fight would have taken right. place. Sticks would have gotten. They'll get up. to the end of the stage where there's. This is what you were talking about. I think there's barriers, right? Um, but these guys try to like squeeze into these tiny little gaps to like get an advantage. Yep, that was. And they the end up clipping a, a one of the barriers or a fan or something, and and yeah, that happened. What was it? Three years ago, I think, with Peter Sagan. Yeah, oh, I remember and that. that guy was out for a while. A year, that was a over bad a one. year. Yeah. yeah, that was a bad one. Yeah, he he hit, went face first, had a concussion, broke his collarbone, broke his arm, right, and then he got ran over by two people. Right, while he was ever, laying in the road. There's a billion people like right. in that one spot, right? And they're sprinting, so they're doing. I mean, it's flat. But it, they're doing 45, 50, 60 mile an hour in those places. They're churning. I mean, they are moving at a mm -hmm. blistering rate. It's it's unreal. Well, not with great breaks. I mean, we yeah. I mean, no, I mean, you can't stop. Right. Not that quick. No. One year, the guy fell, and the guy behind him jumped him. Right. Didn't touch him. Jumped right over him. <laughs> right. Which, for the record, should get you actually. That's points. impressive. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Right. Those those bikes to... aren't designed for that. No. <laughs> I'd hate to practice that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Have you, have you taken this bike off any sweet jumps? That's <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's. That's Aaron's bike. What do you guys, what do you think, you probably have a little more idea of this. What do you think a Tour de France bike costs? It's probably oh, got to be. 20,000? Uh, no, it's got to be 15, 10. So they go anywhere from um, about seven thousand to close to twenty eighteen, nineteen, yeah. right in that. I mean, range. That's, it, yeah, I mean that. That's not counting like custom paint because they all have custom paint jobs. Sure, oh sure. Well, you got it. Yeah, it's yeah. just like I if mean, you wanted to go sweet. buy that exact bike. Yeah, you have it dipped, and you got. I mean, they're weight. They're it's, it's weighed by ounces and not by pounds, right? Yeah, like it's less than sixteen ounces. Well, that's like so. The it's not even a beer. Okay, not doing it's, not, it's not even a beer. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that noise. Are we going English pint? So twenty ounces? Or? <laughs> All right, I have an answer. I don't know if it's a real one or not, but it says it was his left one. Uh, he's all right now. So I don't <laughs> wow. know. It's all I don't right know. <laughs> I don't know if that's real or not. That's it's terrible, funny Aaron. though. That's Regardless, terrible. funny. I did not make that up. I'm reading this, but. So evidently it was his left. Oh one. goodness! So you're talking about sports fi sport fixing? Yeah, we got into that last week. But have you do you watch any of the like the uh, the pro am stuff that they just did out in Tahoe this past week? So it was the golf. Pro -Am. The golf oh thing. golf. So Put pro am. Yeah, golf. <laughs> Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> like oh. pick a sport. Speaking of another side note, I'll get back to that one. I'll come back to that. Uh, so you had you had the big tournament thing, and it always has like brings in stars and stuff but good golf players like tony romo and uh stephen curry Steph curry, curry and stuff like that yeah. yeah so marty fish was hole 18 leading by two yeah. or three or something and a guy marty i think it was one Who's well they, they do fish? like a weird point so he's a tennis like, player he's a former okay. tennis player so he actually beat he's one of the only like two or three people to beat uh rafael and um the other guy uh um, federer federer so he's one of the only 
I feel like I'm just here to correct facts. Yes. <laughs> so anyways, he was, it was whole, Mark eight, fact checker. Whole, whole 18. It was him and Curry. He was leading by, they do it like a weird it's point. A point system. System. It's a weird yeah. point. He was leading by two. It's or the whole stable for, yeah. yeah. So he, in his backswing, somebody purposely yelled and he just shanks it off to the right. Oh, it's a shanker. And so Curry go, I mean, Curry was upset as well because like, yeah, it's hey, bullshit. Yeah. Don't, so they go off. Not, Curry you don't get a mulligan, just so we're clear on that. No, and so that and that's the thing. So Curry <laughs> Curry ends up winning by because he had a he ended up getting made a, a hole in one. No, he got a birdie. Oh, he he got, did. In the he did do that he did yeah, as okay. well. But he got a birdie, so he actually got to like two points for that. And, and then the other dude and lost Mario only got point one, so he lost by one point. They they caught the guy who yelled, and he was like, "Yeah, I purposely did it. I had money on Curry to win." Yeah. So like, it, well, that bet shouldn't get paid. And that's the thing. Like, I don't. The chicken paid. Yeah. No, it I, shouldn't. I agree. The casino, forgetting the contest for a second, the casino shouldn't pay the bet. Yeah. For him. I mean, so that's the thing. Does it pay, not pay it for him or for everybody? For, for him. him. For because him. everybody else, rub the green. It's yeah. the same but thing. We him. had this guy in the Super Bowl that put $1,000 that there was going to be a streaker at the Super Bowl, and then he's the one that. Oh, and then it, he's the one that streaks. You know. I mean, that's just. That's just a grift. That's just like the greatest grift. He should not win in that case. But if somebody else bet that there'd be a streaker, then that should pay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, but Curry, like, had the. Unless they had knowledge. Curry should have shanked his shot. Let's be fair. Marty Fish has won this thing like six times. But the thing thing with with Marty, though, is like he wanted to win it in front of people. No, he's only won it once. He wanted to win it in front of people because the year he won it, there was nobody there. Well, he's won a bunch of other ones. I feel bad for Marty Fish. It is rub of the green. And the fact is. I mean, is it a slamming door on a, a porta potty, or is it somebody yelling right. intentionally? No, that's different. Or is it? Well, and, um, and hole seventeen is the party hole, so you can hear the ambient noise coming off that. But like, yeah, I mean, it, it was unfortunately quiet, and then you hear rubber, right. You can hear anything, and I feel bad for Marty Fish because it, it's a bullshit way to lose. Yeah, Steph Curry probably feels bad that that's the way it went down because. You know, if you win or lose these tournaments, if if the closing end and, and something hinky happens, um, it it does taint it. It does. Yeah, it spoils it. it. It spoils it. Somebody gets a bad bounce. So, like, I've won tournaments and lost tournaments because something unfortunate happens. Somebody yeah. hits a sprinkler head and the ball carries through. Yeah. I still remember winning one where a ball hit a sprinkler head for, for my opponent, and it ran through the fairway and went out of bounds. Did I have anything to do with that? Was that unfortunate? Should have the other guy probably won? Yeah, the other guy should have won. He was well, up a stroke. Or he should have hit a sprinkler head. <laughs> but the, and the sprinkler head's in the middle of the fairway. Be better. Yeah. Right. Well, be, be better. He hit in the middle of the fairway. And so, but is it unfortunate? I mean, that's just the way it goes. I mean, Why do they put the sprinklers in the middle of the fairway? That's though? what they did at it that course. That makes sense. Right? Because they... Um, they need water. They watered the fairways and not the roughs. And so, um, um, and so, I mean, it's just unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Right. And you, you had to hit it down. I mean, you want to break down the whole mechanics. You had to hit it right down the right center. Yeah. And he, and he hit one that was on the right side of the, the, the fairway. And it was just a tough break. Bad and bounce, the, yeah. The, yeah. I mean, it's just tough routes. And so, I mean, it happens. And I, if yeah. I done, you know, you, you know, you hit a ball that should carry the bunker and it hits a rake and falls back in. I mean, shit happens in golf. Yeah. The very definition of golf is rub of the green. I mean, it just, it is. Yeah. So do I feel bad that that's the way it went down, especially since it was intentional? Yeah, I totally do. Is it, should that guy get a bet paid out? A hundred percent shouldn't. 
Yeah. Casino should say, you do not win because you were found to have colluded Influence. into the cheating. I mean, Influence. so this, I don't know if they have to go by PGA rules or USGA or whatever it is. But like, if is that something? There are no PGA rules. Well, there are only but, USGA rules. But is that something that like both Fish and Curry could have gone to? Because I mean, this is a no. true tournament. Could they? Could they have said like, "Hey, the rules gonna, are the rules." We're not going to count that at all. Because so like, so no, he, he should have just like he could have just here's why hit one and just were those it the then, only two people in the tournament? So they were the they were Correct. one and two. They were they were the no, only. Were those the only two people in the tournament? <laughs> I'm not asking were they one and two. No, was there somebody in third place? I'm assuming so. Yeah. Right. So they can't. There's other people in the tournament, right? If yeah. it was if it was match play, which is different than stroke play, this is Stableford. So in essence, stroke play, which means you're playing the entire field. Right. There, those two are not. They do not represent the entire field. So if it had been match play, because if you play a ton of match play, you you are you have more leeway. He, Steph Curry could have forfeited the last hole or could have. Done something, botched his shot or something. On purpose. Could have, could have made up for it, and then, then he could have, could have chill, chili dipped his because we don't say the <laughs> other word, and so um, I don't know what chili dipped means. It means the other word, but Just we don't, don't say, say the it. other word. I don't know what the other word is. That's <laughs> you said the S word. Good. Don't tell him. Right. Don't say the S word ever in any situation ever. We'll tell him what the other word is. Don't say it. <laughs> That was my first time on the show. Shank? Slice? Oh, my oh God. God. You just said it again. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> you, wait, is that bad? Yes. You can't you say that? Don't say, ever say that word. I'm that never playing golf last. with you again. Just Why? know that. <laughs> don't is ever that, say that, that word. Is that's, that like, that's is verboten. Is that's, that as bad as saying, like, yips? Oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> What's going go, on with it? Can we go back to that previous topic <laughs> <Yeah>. now? <laughs> Jesus. I feel I feel like we should discuss that other topic that we're cutting out of the show. Um um, yeah, don't ever say those two words. Ever. Certainly never on the golf course, but n- really never. Unless you're ever. talking about a lamb shank. Right. That's then okay. it's okay. That's a piece those of meat. are tasty. <laughs> yeah. Those are tasty. I like those a lot. And a dog yipping? I mean, is that. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> those are fine. Don't never ever say those words. Reference. Never in a golf reference. If you ever say that on the golf course, I'm going to kick you right in the nuts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm leaving for the day. Right. <laughs> you can finish if you want. Well, the just, fact leave, that, just leave the cart. If you not oh, ever no. experienced, you you've not played golf long He's, enough. No, it's a His fucking entire word. game is the Y word right now. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking say it. I don't give a shit. Right. Well, you. By the way, the reason you don't ever say those two words mm-hmm. is the same reason you don't say Baltimore because you invited him into your house. But Harry Potter would say Baltimore. It's like touching the cup. It's like touching the fucking the cup. Playoffs are done. It's like talking to pitcher no hitter. Yep, hundred okay. percent. You invite bad news in. Yep. So if you say the Y word, you will experience the Y word. You and you have not experienced the Y word because you would never invite that into your house. No, you would not. You would it not. Is not fun. Oh, it is terrible. So like, I don't like, know if I told this story. Like before, Charles Barkley, is that what he had? He had no, he no. had a mental block. That isn't, was, he, isn't that what the Y word is? He's kinda. what I like to refer to. He had Auburnitis. So he he hit a fan and, and seriously injured them. 
Oh, okay. And so then something triggered in his brain, and yeah, that's, that's a different deal. That's when the clutch came. I'm not sure yeah. I would want to play with people lining the fairway because no. I'm like pretty straight, relatively. No, I'm not. <laughs> right. If I was Steve, I sure as hell wouldn't <laughs> want to play with fans. <laughs> it's like whenever the Curry and Draymond were uh, Curry and Clay were playing Kelsey and Mahomes in the in the uh, charity thing. And like they were lined up, and Mahomes was like, "Yeah, we are not professionals. You should yeah, not be this close." <laughs> I'm still stunned, even with professionals, because I've seen, yeah, professionals hit wayward shots, but I just, yeah, no, don't well, ever they'll, say they'll hit it into the crowd on purpose sometimes, just to get them scoot back. No, like if you're in a situation, so like at Augusta on 18. If you hit your tee shot and you're kind of tucked into that right hand corner and you can't get it to <laughs> so the you want pin, to hit it and see if it bounces off of him and get gets a better lie. Well, no, you hit it into the crowd because it's going to hit someone and stop. Ew. So you, that is a better leave than dropping it into that bunker and trying to play up onto that green because you have no green to work with. Depending on where the pin's at, it's usually on Sunday. It's in that back corner, or no, it's Saturday. It's in the back corner. Back Saturday. So you have a better shot from where the crowd is than you do in that bunker. Yeah. That's funny. So they'll hit one into the crowd yeah. on purpose. Has somebody you've been hit by a golf ball? Oh yeah. I got I probably told this story. I've been hit fifty yards off the oh. tee. Square like, in the chest? Square in the chest. God, My sternum you. is was a little it, cracked. Was it you or Doug that I hit that day we played? Um you didn't hit either <laughs> one of us. Doug has told oh, this we've story. We've heard this story yeah. many a time. It, this is a story. I'm cut still table. better at Doug. <laughs> Because, like, um, <laughs> right, so we're not going to, so just short telling, you struggled that day. I that think was, you would agree. It was a struggling. You had the Y word. No, he did no. not have the Y word. <laughs> no. He had the S he word, the S a word. little word, <laughs> yeah. a little bit. We have to distinguish between the S and Y word. And you were just, you were, as we said, there was a trench from about six all in because you were just <laughs> dragging your ass in. And I kept telling Doug, can we get behind Will? Let's show him a little sport. Just, I don't think Will's feeling it today. And the oh, whole you actually, But you actually meant like behind, like so he doesn't hit you. Yeah, like, right. that's no, exactly like a wrong ass. Ass. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's get behind. Well, no, I'm, telling, I'm trying to be nice to Doug. Let's get, no, no, we're fine. I said, no, we're not fucking fine the whole round. Well, he's used to playing with us. Well, right, but we he's also middle, a racer. Like, yeah. He's a racer. Yeah. He doesn't care about getting hit. It tells me that fucker's never been hit. Well, he plays with me and David and Andrew a lot, and so you rarely get dumbass. that. Occasionally no. you have a bad day like Will had that day, and when somebody's having a day like that, I've had those days, you stay behind them. Right. <laughs> you yeah. just know that, right? I love <laughs> like, right. There's days where you just park behind them. Like, I'm not right. feeling it today. Yeah. Well, no, when I'm having a not <laughs> feeling day, I always love when people go, so, you know, you're not, not feeling it today. And I said, yeah, I would give me plenty of room. Like, <laughs> but in I, all fairness. I have no, no, no idea where it's going. Y'all were in the middle of the fairway. I was. Well, that no, was probably the I was all over spot up to that point. No. Carl <laughs> was that shot. Correct. <laughs> I wasn't in the middle of the fairway, but we were Aaron, on the side of the fairway. Y'all were on the I agree. side of the fairway. I agree That's what I tell Aaron all the time. Like, I'm just going to go stand at the pin. And I'm pretty good there. Like, you're probably not going to hit me. <laughs> yeah, safe here. Come on, motherfucker. Right here. So, uh, no, I don't know I, if I, I told was. this story or not, but I got the Y word one time. Well, I um, had a bad one In high summer. school. Oh, my God. Same thing. Uh, it was, we were, we were in the regional, maybe like a semifinal headed to state. <laughs> so, right before state. Okay. It was the last tournament to qualify for state. And um, 
I got the Y word on the T box. I could not get it off of the T box. Okay. To save my life. And I was in like the fifth group to tee off that day or something. So everybody's standing around watching. That's brutal. And I, I know I've got it. Right. I have no answer for it. Right. And I'm just like, I'm I'm just going to embarrass myself so much here. Like, what do I do? And sure enough, I just, <laughs> oh, yeah. It was awful. <laughs> and I missed state. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I've, I've had it so bad off the tee that I've, and you, you do everything. You, yeah. And like, I'm going to take irons, and then yep. I'm going to hit a three-wood, and I'm going to tee it low. I'm going to tee yep. it high. I'm going to try everything. And I'm going to pronate. I'm going to postnate. Yeah, that's the great, right. Put the, the tee behind your left ear. Turn your hat backwards. <laughs> right, right. Put all uh, your change in your right pocket. Golf is, this is the part that people, <laughs> that you guys do. You play golf, except for probably Aaron. You, to fight that, you're just, it's a such a fucking mental block. Yeah. It is like Chuck Knobloch. Yeah. Throw in the first. And people said, I don't understand. And I said, I understand. What you. A, that's a fucking reference right there. <laughs> there you go. God. How many, just, how many people know nobody. what the fuck you're talking about? Do you? I do know. But it's just a now. mental block. And there's nothing you can do now. about it. No, there's no, nothing like, you can here's do. Here's one thing you can do about it. <laughs> you cannot say that word. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. And invite that shit into your house. You cannot say that word and invite that shit into your house. Yeah, it, was he called on Tin Cup El Hosel? Is that what he calls it? Yeah. <laughs> Such a good move. Oh, so good. We were talking about that earlier. Well, it's and great, great. We movie. had a great time that day. We did. Um, Doug is, um, and this is Doug is the nicest guy in the world, but he was a just oblivious because he was not playing well either. Yeah. He was oblivious. He's a fast player, too. He's a super fast player. He's one of those guys who just plays his ball and doesn't worry about anybody else's. And and so I spent the whole round, like, trying to clue him in, like, like, let's just slide over a little, and can we do that? That's how we play. And then Will, we were on – we were in the fairway, but on the side of the fairway. And then he hit, and then just, I just unleashed on him a just <laughs> torrent. I did yell for. You did. Good. And it hit the, the roof of the cart right, right above um, Doug's there. head. Inside? Uh, like Oof. right there on the edge, like yeah. the Oof. lip, right next to Doug's head. Jeez. It was a good shot. And I freaked the fuck out because uh, I've been yeah. hit. Rightfully. <laughs> I, well, I've, I've, I saw a guy get hit on the back of the second green at, at Illinois State. Uh, on a par three because they waved them on. One of the reasons I don't wave people on to par threes unless I can absolutely hear it. Guy was standing behind the green. Guy airmailed the green, hit a guy. He had to, like, call an ambulance back there to haul his ass out. You yeah. just go, I'm not going to stand back there and you can use me as target practice. That's a fuck no. Just You can watch me putt out and then we can go on. I yeah. don't know the point of this. Yeah. Like, just, I'm a fairly quick putter. Yeah. Except for when I have the whys. So, did you guys hear any of the... PGA Tour hearings. Did you hear any of that stuff yet? No. We have not. Was that so in they, Congress? I don't watch Congress. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch it either, but I caught some of the quotes. People talking about it. Is so basically. Is this about the live PGA yeah. thing? Okay. So what it looks like is um, PGA Tour was hemorrhaging money from the legal fees, which we knew. Um, yeah, I bet. They. Also, they don't have a ton of lawyers on staff. Mm-mm. It okay. also looked like, um, and they may still get in some trouble um, for what do they call that? Like where they would purposefully um, do something to hurt 
live antitrust antitrust laws. Um, So they no, I I got to believe that was true because they 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 did some pretty aggressive anti-competitive stuff. So that's what it that's what it looks like. They they haven't proven any of it yet, but that's what it looks like of why they decided. Well, they were kicking guys out. They were trying to kick them out of the majors Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. That was like pretty. Yeah, they were pressuring the USG about the and Augusta and Augusta about yeah. the majors, which weren't in the PGA Tour. No, nope. and they were really trying to shut the live down as as an alternative. So they ha- they don't have a plan yet, which is one of the senators. I, I still think it's fifty fifty. It'll fall through. Uh, no, I think it'll go through at this point in some manner because it has to. You think? Yeah, I don't think there's any way out of it at this point. You think Rory will retire? No. Because no. he said he will. I don't think I he didn't will. hear that. Yeah, he, he said, said he, if I have to play, he said, if I have live. to play with Liv, I will retire. I have enough money. I don't need to play anymore. Huh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. That's interesting. And he hell, even Ernie, Ernie Els, like this week, he said, golf is not a team sport. This is absolutely ridiculous. Ernie yeah. Els is on the senior tour. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes. He's kind of irrelevant <laughs> but his point, point is right. His point is, yeah, it's not moot. It's, my, now, my buddy Joe is super excited about this and was talking about the team stuff. And he says, you got to be watching this. This is great. And I said, I haven't watched golf in 25 yeah. years. And you know this. Well, So, basically, what they've said so far is there's they've created a new entity that is a for-profit entity, which the PJ Tour was not. It was a charitable company or whatever and they so call the pga that. tour is going to go away um no uh they will have a um an organization that kind of runs the tournaments but the pga tour is technically player owned okay um the players could vote to boycott it um and strike and not join so that is a possibility i mean they can unionize unionize yeah um I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think there's enough of them that would say I'm not playing. And I don't think Rory will retire. I think he was kind of emotional when he said that probably, but um they Those guys have made a shit ton of money and he can go to yeah. the European tour. Well, no, that's all that'll all be incorporated. It's all too. incorporated. Okay. Yeah, it's all together now as one entity. He can go design courses and do Yeah, whatever. he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Um but basically the the only part of the plan that they really had together was um, Yasser, I don't remember how to say his last name, the guy that runs the PIF, which is the Saudi. Guy who's going to own Manchester United. Yeah. So he's Whoa. he's going to get um, a membership at Augusta, which I don't know how you're going to leverage that, but good luck. Um, That's Greg probably, Norman is out. I heard that was um, And then they said... They ideally would like to have Tiger and Rory owning a team of Live and playing ten tournaments a year with their team. Do you think Tiger does that? I don't, I don't think Rory does that. I think Rory will play on the PJ Tour. I do not think he will. I don't think Tiger participate. Does that. Mm, maybe I could see Tiger doing it. I don't think either one of them. If they that. let him have a cart. Yeah. Well, if you're playing on Live, who cares? They wear shorts. I mean, they do whatever they want. Boy, that'll be interesting. I still think it falls through. I think it'll go through. I don't think there's any way out of it at this point. Um, sorry, I hit my but mic. Because I, <clears throat> I don't I don't think there's enough players that will say, no thanks, I'm not interested, right? Because they're all... But you're talking those two. And you're talking some of the big names who don't need... Some of the younger big names, they're going to have to play because they haven't made enough money to go pound sand. 
Well, even the guys that have a ton of money, I don't think will say I'm not playing anymore. But they can say I'm playing at the Masters. I'm playing in the U.S. Open. You still have to qualify. They don't have to qualify at the Masters anymore. Tiger doesn't. If have they have won. No, Tiger's got a lifetime tee time because he's won. Rory's won. Yeah, but not all those guys have. Right. No, I'm saying some of the guys will have to keep playing. Yeah. But the big big names won't. I think so. Rory and Tiger will not get a team. They will not participate. I don't think. I'm t- just telling you. I don't think they could, will. Could they branch off and create their own? They could. So they're already working on a um, golf simulator league. Tiger and Rory have been working on that for like a year. Oh gosh! So they play in a simulator, mm-hmm. and you They'll twitch play it, in, like with uh, fans and in a kind of an arena, small arena, kind of an idea. Um, and it'll <laughs> be like in the off season. Um, to just keep people interested in golf. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. That's that's. Listen, I didn't think that people would watch people play video games, and so and obviously, I was slightly wrong with that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, Tiger just, doing anything? People are gonna watch, <clears throat> right? And Rory the same way. You get Rory, yeah. Tiger, Ernie Els, and John Daly. John Daly. <laughs> those four oh players you will have by the by amount, Tiger and Daly. The amount of rich. <laughs> White guys who would and and women and black guys and rich people forget color for a second. Rich people that would sign up to watch that would yeah. be well, and the the Spaniards with them too. Um, Rom, he, Rom, he he's on he's on the side of Tiger and Rory. Yeah, I mean, no, you could pick names. Well, you no. wouldn't have to pick a ton of them. So they were all, um, they did none of them wanted to participate with Live in the current format. But most of them have come out and said now that um, the new entity will be good for the game of golf in the long run, which probably will be, right? Take the political <laughs> side of it away, just the game of golf, because there's going to be a giant influx of money. So they will be making more money. Okay. They will be able to not play as often. Does the players making more money, is that a good thing for the game of golf, or is that a good thing in your mind for well, it's a not game? just the the players making more money. Who's going to make more money? Well, no, it's the influx of money to widen the spectrum. Okay. Okay. You think about junior programs, you think about TV coverage, college golf, like that creates a whole new um, Because the influx of money into our game, soccer, for a second, has not been necessarily good for the game of soccer. It's been horrible. It's been horrible. What's, I agree. What's the Aaron and I have not agreed because, with anything tonight. Because six teams fucked up the balance. Six teams run the league, and it's a fight for it's, f- it's further a fight for distance. Yeah. It's further distance the haves and haves nots, which in sports does not make for good television so, competition, and to be honest with you, eventually drives to a point where you don't have interesting contests. Yeah. It, it becomes so from a team sport, I agree with you, but an individual sport, I do not. So maybe with individual sport, I, that's why I'm asking. Golf's but, but different. This wouldn't, but they're not. But this won't be individual sport, though. Yeah, it'll, it be, it'll be teams. The team side of things will be very minuscule. So my buddy Joe was saying, the team part allows somebody who had a bad first round to be relevant in round two and round three, so there's more interesting intrigue and all this stuff. I could give a shit about golf on TV, so I'm a bad person. But except for I've watched a ton, right? Yeah. I just to me pro golf 
is not interesting. But do you feel like I feel like more golf p- fans who watch the sport watch the majors more than anything? They don't give a well, shit. So, of, they don't care about the. So that's where the, the stuff influ- in the middle. The they influx just want of the five. The influx of money will change that balance because you'll have what they're calling elevated events now. It'll be. It'll be something else, but so it'll be like the. Um, it'll make the the, PGA the players' ch- championship will players become like more. a massive event. It's already that's probably the biggest non-major fifth, event, fifth tournament, right? It's a fifth um, beetle. So you have these events that will it's become. It's the Yoko. Yeah, these events that, that will become like a major. There'll be a mm-hmm. big enough purse that every top player will go and play. Do you care about the purse? Because I don't. I don't know. But it, that gets the players, which brings the fans. Better talent. Yeah, and then you true. include a yeah. fan aspect, um, like look at uh, the waste management, right? But that what has may- become a huge tournament because the fans love to go to it. And they're good players to go to that. All the top guys play in that. And a large, is that because of the purse or is it because of the environment or is it because, because it's purse. early in the year? It's because of the purse. Okay. Because it's early in the year. All the big players play early in the year because it's early in the year. Well, now with the way the the FedEx Cup points work, they've forced them to play early. I mean, golf is a year-round sport now. There's there's no off season, so that will change. But you I have think. to, yeah, you have to. But you have to you have to pace yourself. Yeah. The guys who play all year round are seventy five through one twenty five in the ranking. They're struggling to get Rory, up. Rory does not play year round. No, no, because he plays. He intentionally plays spurts. Yeah, because you if if you're smart and you're a high level player, you make money off the course and you don't play because tournaments are. This sounds like like I'm knowledgeable, but playing <laughs> in tournaments is just it's hard. It's hard on your body. It's hard on. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of travel. It's a lot of bullshit. It's a lot of playing. I mean, playing in pro ams. It's a lot of stuff. So what they did. This year with the elevated events, basically there's 10 elevated events outside of the majors, and you have to play in every one of them. You get one. You can miss one. Yeah, because they fined Rory $3 million Mm because of the – they've done with this purse thing at the end where you – it's like money. The Tiger always wins the most. Yeah, it's the player impact program. Yeah. Yeah. So they're forcing players to play. They have – you have to play in these nine of the 10 elevated events. Yeah. And the idea was that they were going to rotate those to bring. Different so at some point, it's up. going to be the the Deer Classic, the John one in Deere, yeah. John Deere. Yeah. So it would rotate. It's never going to be the John Deere Classic. It's always well, going to be. It's always going to be <laughs> the John Daly Classic. It's going to be the fifteen. <laughs> so those ten are always going to be fifteen or eighteen of the, the most <laughs> popular tournaments. They always are. They're not ever going to pick like some minor tournament in Davenport, Iowa. No, I mean, it's the well, John Deere. Because Rory's see. not going to stand Fucking for that. Davenport just got, just got a straight. No, but I mean, that, there's not enough fans to go there. You the John Deere to, is big enough. It probably would be on that list at some I point. I got 10 bucks that says you're wrong. But that's fine. Some of the lower level tournaments are yeah, not going to be on that I list. I agree with you. Because there's just not going to be enough fans to go there. Like the Western Open will be... Yeah, there'll be a there'll be a handful. So, for sure. But that also, I think this also changes the sponsor. Um, a little bit. 
the list of sponsors as well as the amount that they put into the tournament, I think that changes some. Lowers it or, or raises it? I think it probably raises it if you're getting a bigger fan impact, right? Be interesting to see. It's better advertising dollar. Be interesting to see. wonder what the value return they get on their investments are. I, they can't make money on it. Be tough to just be interesting because I know we advertise on that. Some it would be interested to see the impact on that because I know like a lot of the big companies step away from some of that, some don't. So, yeah, I think like most of those big tournaments, it's it's a charitable contribution, so it's a tax write off for them. It is now, but it won't be in the future. I don't think so because it'll be a for profit company you're donating to. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to change golf for sure, but I it probably is good for the game in the long run outside of the political side of things. The political but I don't side think is, you can completely just erase that. Political side's ugly. Yeah, very ugly. Most political. The, so it's ugly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It always is. It's a good point. But they are successfully sports washing. Yes, they I are. I mean, they are very successful at it. Well, I mean, they've done it in soccer. They've they're successfully done in it the in process soccer. of doing it with tennis. They're clearly doing it with golf. Yeah, like they're doing exactly what they want. Yeah, and you're and it's going to come down to the people like Rory who, if they actually want to rest on the laurels and not play. See, I, I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, because that I, gets a little more murky than just saying I don't want to take that guy's money. I mean, because I, if that's the case, 90% of the companies that you do business with, you couldn't do business with. Right. I mean, there's is somewhat, but this is more direct. This is really taking it from... I don't uh, think it is. I, I Not I, as a player. I mean, it's coming from the family. So, yeah. It's, I, think, I, think, I, I think it is a it's little clearer. Coming, it's literally coming from a guy who cut up journalists. Well, what do you think these companies that are taking their money, what's the difference? I think they didn't cut up a journalist. Yeah. I actually agree with Aaron. Honest. No, this, this, the PIF yes. owns a large portion of every business in this, in this country. Um, no. Oh they, yeah. They own, they own some businesses, but they don't own a large chunk of Ford. For example, they own stock in Ford because they invest in the stock market. Um, but that's different than, it's different than taking money directly yeah, own, out of their pocket. They own a 5% stake in Washington. I understand what uh, you're saying. Basketball team or football team, I forget which one. Um, but, yeah, it's, well, I'm not a Washington It'll be interesting fan. to see. I mean, there's a chance, although I think dwindling fast and, and not likely to recover, that the PIF through another person will buy Manchester United. I don't think it's going to happen now. I didn't think it was going to happen before. Well, you, you, you said you don't think they'll. I don't think it's going to happen. No, I don't think he's. No, I mean, think, and everybody knows I where I stand. Like, yes, I fucking hate the Glazers, but if I had the choice between stay with the Glazers, the Glazers or a literal, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, would, I know. You'll choose the fucking Glazers. I know. Like, and if and it sucks. Like, I I grew up as a United fan. Like, it's I'm going to have to come to the point of like, I'm done. If if it comes to that, like, yeah, I'm just going to have to. You know, wash my hands of it and be like, all right, I'll find a smaller team that's, you know, not one of the big six and go from there. But I think there's a bigger impact than you realize in the American economy. No, they haven't impacted the economy. But I'm just saying owning stock is different than being them. 
So I agree with you. They do own stock. They do own church parts of a company. They do all of those things, but that's different than them directly owning it. Pure ownership is different than partial ownership or owning stock. Well, so the, this new company is they, it's a partial ownership. I understand, but they own all of live and like using Manchester United is, is a, is, is a, they so, would own all of Manchester United. So you'd be okay with playing on the PGA tour, but not on live. <laughs> well, I mean, new company. Um, um, the PGA tour is, as, as it exists now. I'm okay with that. I understand that there's a lot of companies that have if money invested in them, but it's not run by PIF. Yes. I draw the same line Aaron does on this. Not many issues, but on this issue I do. It's interesting for sure. It's it's a it's a complicated issue. It is very murky. <clears throat> because it's a global economic social issue. And so yeah. to me, um, I don't particularly care how this sorts out. I'm not gonna be a big golf fan uh, on the professional level anyway. Um, let's, so let's take gas. Do you pick and choose the stations you go to based on who owns the oil? I don't have a lot of insight into who owns the oil. I'm somewhat hypocritical there. I don't know. I I shop a lot at Exxon, so um, I know that that has some American ownership. I'm sure it has some foreign ownership. I know gas is one of those things that we buy from yeah. Russia and from from the the Saudis and from all yeah. of those. So it's complicated. It is I complicated. Don't, for I sure. don't. <clears throat> um, I don't really consider it in the same context because that's a commodity. But you know, it definitely you know that's their major. Market. I just I just think it's harder when you're talking about a player, like just saying I'm not going to play for them. So my point about them it playing becomes harder. My my counteraction to Aaron on that is, let's say Rory and Tiger decide not to play. I think that's a very real possibility. I understand I don't you don't. Is. Okay. I, let's just say they don't. That only has a limited shelf life of mattering. Right. Because to be honest with you, Rory and Tiger are only going to be relevant X number of years. Yeah. And <clears throat> to be honest with you, these young guys, they don't really have that option. Because yeah. they really haven't made hundreds of millions of dollars or billions of dollars like those two guys have. They can't. Well, and I think that's a small group of PJ Tour golfers that are f that right. financially stable that can do I think you're right. talking... Maybe 25 to 50 people. I think you're probably not talking about that many. I think you're talking it could 20. Be less, yeah. 20. Those guys right now would be missed because they are currently but the in big names. 10 names. years, you've 10 years from now, there'll be another 20 guys that'll fill that spot. And 10 years yeah. from now, if they're willing to play the long game, which my guess is because they have been with Manchester City and with PSG and with all these other clubs, yeah. they've been willing to play the long game. They'll play the long when game. You're talking about a a fund take. of $600 billion. Yeah, no. Insane amount of money. That's crazy. Right. Crazy amount of money. Crazy amount of money. And <clears throat> the thing that fascinates me is will it shake out and will it, will they follow through and will it, what will be the final form? Because that's like business intrigue stuff. But in the end, it'll be what it is and there'll be a bunch of professional golf because there's too much money to make be made there. But um, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I think on the, the business advertising side, thing to me is is a, is a good question because you said that they're going to companies like Optum are going to have to pay more money 
companies like State Farm and other companies, right, have been a lot more selective about where they spent their money. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see if they spend their money in golf or do they mm-hmm. spend their say on stadium deals like whatever, you know, you know, tonight's Orange Bowl is brought to you by whatever. Do they where do they invest their and then, money? And they can even say UEFA like, League. Yeah, I like they can even say like Tostitos or whatever. Like, I just don't want to be affiliated with it, so they can. They can. Yeah, they can choose not to be affiliated with it at but all. But they they evaluate evaluate their investments every year really carefully, and so Live and PGA are going to have to be really careful that there's really good return. Right now, there's going to be so much negative press on all of this that they're going to have to really walk carefully over the next five well, and, to ten and years. I mean, Tiger's with Nike. I think Rory's with Nike as well, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, so they, you know, they've got, they're talking into somebody about something. So I mean, it could come down to the advertisement stuff and Nike be like, ah, I just don't want to deal with this at all. And, you know, you're losing one of your top three. But both of those guys are going to be able to sell shoes. And I well, don't, I'm saying, I'm saying if Nike says, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want, any of this, they they have their own shit to deal with, with China and. I think and, Nike and, is in a position to take that stand. Yeah. They don't want to add additional logs yeah. to their already troublesome log fire. Yeah. I don't think they're in a position to do that. Right, but they're saying they're already I don't losing add. market share to other. Yeah, maybe clothing and accessory companies. I mean, it's kind of a substantial it, rate. It's it's kind of like what can you do with ten billion dollars that you can't do with seven billion dollars? I mean, it'd be interesting to see. No, you're talking the difference in. Uh, a s- probably $2 billion company versus a $600 billion company. It's a, it's a much larger yeah, I mean, gap. But, I mean, it, yeah, with, <laughs> when it comes to that, yes, it's going to come down to the, 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 the table. Of course, they're going to take the money, but, you know. The interesting part is we're, we have a very America-centric view of this, yeah. which is, uh, of course, but the rest of the world has a different view of this. Yeah, absolutely. And so it'll be interesting to see what what their reaction to this. Yeah, because I Europe has one view, and obviously Middle East has another view of this. And so he's a very smart guy, the guy that runs it. Yep. Um, and he's on a ton of boards for a ton of companies that I didn't know until they started bringing it up. Yep. And so if you, to me, if you're going to take a stance on a sports team, then you have to do it on all of it, in my opinion. Yeah, probably should. Well, it's kind of it's like it's like Nestle. Nestle is one of the absolute worst companies out there. They own fucking everything, so you can't. Why is Nestle? I get, I probably shouldn't open this can of worms. Yeah, so. I don't know about it either. So, okay, so Nestle goes into <laughs> a an area region of land, seals off the river from oh so all the people and bad they, EPA stuff, and then they sell the water back to them, contaminate everything. They just like it's just Nestle's okay. just. If you look in Nestle, it's fucking horrible. But they own out of the how many items in a grocery store? Twenty five thousand different items. They probably own eighty percent of the items. That seems high, but um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not in a position to substantial amount. I'm sure, but yeah. But it's different when you have a direct line of course to yeah. to that. I mean, like, yeah. I'm not the biggest golf fan. I like playing the golf. Playing the golf, you like playing the <laughs> golf. I like playing the golf. I don't care what. I mean, watching it's all right, but like I like watching. I like ball. watching. I like watching Bob does sports. Yeah. I like watching people as shitty as me play. That's what I enjoy watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like I said, I just 
I think it's it's a much murkier situation because it's hard for me to take a, a solid stance on something like that when so many other companies are so so and when I love colluded the and, right <laughs> right so here's the deal with soccer because I have a I have a clear view on this because I've obviously had more time because of soccer to think about this um, and seen the impact on that and I'm just not as sure uh, the as you are about its positive influence on golf. And the reason is, is because I think it's been really terrible for soccer. I understand it's a team sport versus whatever, but they have really acted what I think is, and I'm not saying because they're PIF, I'm just saying money pouring into one part of the thing is really distorted the sport. And I'm wondering, my my wonder at this point is, will it distort golf? Because it's distorted soccer. Completely. Okay. Completely. Yeah. Terribly. Completely. And so uh, I don't know that it can distort golf in the same way. I probably think it can't. But can it distort golf in a different way? I'm sure it can. Right? Yeah. Because it's a different uh, equation. Yeah, it'd but be like all equations can the be. But in all equations, it can distort something. And the question is, will it distort it in a good way or a bad way? That, yeah. to me, is the only question we have. Yeah. So, And you think that it'll distort it in a good way. And that, or change it in a good way. Maybe not, maybe just, not completely, but in the long run, I think it will. Okay. that's that, Not that I am okay with it. Right. <laughs> I'm not to, taking a political stance on this. I'm just talking no, about no, no, take no, the no. political side out of it. Right. No, I understand that. I understand that. I, and, you, I just... I don't think you can, though. Well, I understand the political well, conversation, but we're talking... What we're talking about is the impact on the game. On, on the game. And that, He's you just can take the political about, side out. Can you, though? Because without that, you have the money. I mean, that's the that's the thing that's going to grow. So, grow, I think grow, there's grow, two... How you, grow it in the U.S. Grow it into smaller communities. Grow it into things like that. There's, but he thinks the money will do that. He thinks the money will allow there to be more junior programs. He thinks there will, the money will allow and, there to be more junior programs and probably, in disadvantaged communities. It, Absolutely. It, and it probably will. But at the end of the day, you got to know where that money comes from. I understand that you can't separate the po- politics out. I'm saying when we discuss, I'm discussing the business side of this. Yeah. The fact is soccer didn't, dest- it didn't destroy soccer because where the money came from. It, it destroyed soccer because of the money period. Yeah. If the money had come from a truly pure source. Well, we're talking about in soccer in a short sample size too, right? No, uh, they've no. been there for a while. That's, 30 years yeah. in soccer. As but, long as long as the Premier League has been around since, what, 96, 95? Yeah. It's been in City, PSG, and a lot of these others for 30 years. And they it is truly... The Premier League is held up the best mm-hmm. because it's destroyed like the French League and some of those other leagues where it has Spanish. destroyed them. The Spanish League is, is is I agree with that. Yeah, <clears throat> in a really bad way. Now soccer is way different than golf. So I'm, yeah. I'm any team sport I think is yeah, but they're 100%. involved in the NFL, the NBA. They're in all all hundred percent at this point, and they have not impacted any of those other sports in the same way that they've impacted yeah, they don't soccer. Have a controlling stake in any. Of That's those what those would be interesting things, if if golf were to go into more of a team sport ordeal because it's then you get that type of money, and you then put player caps, salary caps. I mean, it's then you've got copious amounts of money. Hey, what is it going to take? Well, we can only go to this cap. Well, what's happened in soccer is 
well, we on books we can only show this money, but we yeah. get this person involved, we get this person involved, and we get them this little sponsorship, this and that. Right. We contract, and then boom, they're still getting that money that was. So this is what the would point I was going to. What I was going to bring up now is like the corruption in soccer seems more prolific than other sports. FIFA yeah. is. I forget which one we argue about. Which one's worse, Olympic. FIFA or the or the IOC? It's they're both <laughs> one one and one a one and one a yeah FIFA is the absolute worst corporation out there. You got FIFA, I IOC, and NCAA. It's like those three are. So you're okay with the guys here. playing for them? Do what? But you're okay with the players playing for them? Playing for the teams in those in those leagues? As of right now, my team is not affiliated with with them. With FIFA, so no, no with, I mean you have no choice. There is just you have you have. So what's the difference in the golfer? Oh, I don't have any problem with the golfers playing. <laughs> I don't. The golfers who went to play for the live and take the money versus the golfers who stayed in the PGA. I don't have any problem with that. Just the, they're deciding where to, to take yeah, their I mean, services. Just, I mean, they. I mean, I don't have any problem. That's what I'm asking now, though. For because you're taking a hard line stance on it. My hard line. If if FIFA could go away. Fucking yes, go away. So my problem with FIFA is the money flowed in, right, to certain teams and sort of messed the local, the domestic leagues up. Yeah. And so FIFA tried to enact rules to try to put some of that to rights. And then they didn't enforce any of those rules. Yeah. Really, in essence, emboldening them to invest more money into the single teams, further messing up the domestic leagues. And then FIFA has then, when people have tried to, to do stuff on their own to correct it, they took draconian measures, Aaron and I disagree about this part, to try to, to, to box that in. Say, no, you can't do that or I'm going to kick you out of everything and whatever. And so FIFA has acted like it is pure and like taking money and, and, and corruptly awarded stuff and done everything like that while not trying to allow other people to expand. Now, FIFA's just has been corrupted every turn, but they were the ones who tried to enact laws, bylaws, to stop some of the overspending by some of the, doesn't matter where the money came from, right. but some of the money clubs, so that the competition was more fair, to make sure that revenue was in line with ex expenses were in line with revenue. So the problem with soccer is, so take a team like PSG and it has revenue of $10 billion a year. It's probably a hundred billion. So let's say it's a hundred billion, but they would ex have expenses on their books that were $150 billion because they're getting $50 billion in just money flowing in every single year from their source. Okay, not mentioning what their source is. And the problem is that fucks up the domestic league because nobody else in their league yeah. has $50 billion that can flow in from, because they've all got whatever. So that basically blows the domestic league away. And so you have five teams that can win the big tournaments because they all have $50 billion extra to spend. Now, one of my teams, my team, has that money to spend. Now they have it from different sources, right? But eventually they could have it from this source. And so what that does is it basically means that teams like Everton or White, 
or any of them, like any of the teams that are storied clubs have good players. They have to sell their players to stay afloat because the big clubs pay outrageous money, drive up players' salaries, do all those things because they have an extra. Those 10 clubs have an extra $50 billion to fuck up the player yeah, market. Just do I fault so, the players from taking the additional money? No, it's free market. Well, so let's think about it from the impact on America and soccer since they have been involved. Mm-hmm. Look at how much that's grown in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So is that positive for the game? That American soccer has grown? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Is that because that a bunch of money flew into Europe and and because those clumps, it might be a side effect of that. Yeah. yeah. So there and, is a positive impact. But I also think that American soccer has primarily grown because we've done a better job of growing talent here and we've done a better job of recruiting from some of the other countries which are f- further down the food chain to get better players here and the soccer level has raised here. It isn't because we're getting Lionel Messi here, which is great. And, and I think I think the sport has grown also too because Kansas City sucks now. <laughs> you 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 see you see just how much damage other sports cause football in particular. Soccer you have that, but not as much. So you have Mom Josie doesn't want little Johnny to play football, so you you're going to go. The to funny soccer. part is you don't think I think soccer is pretty destructive, but I think they think soccer is a safer sport. So, so that's the thing. Like in like you can't head balls until yeah until like so I like guess that's different than when I was a kid because yeah. we were heading balls like at three. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, they're, so they're they're cutting down on a lot of that. Yeah. That's but, good for them. Good for them. But it's even. But do you not think that the money that has been pushed into the sport has allowed that to become more apparent to people? So, because it's putting it, it's putting eyeballs on it. It is that money is putting eyeballs. It's on It's an sport. unintended consequence. Do I think that the money that's flown into Europe and Spain uh, to Europe has helped the American game grow? I do. Is that an unintended consequence? Yes. Does it make up for the destruction of? six of the most storied leagues in in uh, in the world, the six most storied leagues in, in the world. No, it doesn't. So if all the teams are eventually owned by a company like that, <clears throat> so what's the difference? Well, I mean, the same company owns all of them? Not the same company. Well, there's only one company that has that much money to be able to just blindly spit $50 billion into yeah. a team. <laughs> So if there's more companies that could do that, that and the source away, and I know Aaron's not going to get past the source, yeah, then then maybe it changes it. But um, I mean, like the Indian guy who has his own issues, he was spitting money into some of those football clubs too. Um, I forget the guy's name, so I apologize. Yeah. I'm American. Um, <laughs> so, um, but <clears throat> do I have problems with foreign investments into foot into sports teams? I do not. No, I don't, and I don't either. Where I draw my hardline stance at is as a former journalist. When you literally so cut up a journalist, is... that is my hardline stance. So if we when kill... you literally pay. FIFA to have the the World Cup there at an off time of the year, and you literally have your hand in killing up to five thousand people. Yeah, that is my hardline stance. I don't. I mean, fair enough. 
Aaron, I don't think anybody's arguing with you about about the money in that yeah. organization. So nobody's arguing with you about that. Right. I think we're we're discussing a couple other points on that. I don't have a, I, I think the PIF in particular is not something I think I would want investing in any of my sports clubs. And I feel the same sort of trepidation about them buying Manchester United through uh, a second party or through direct. Doesn't matter how. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Because I'm smart enough to follow the money. Yeah. Um, sure. I feel the same concern you do. Um, that would be bad for me. I would, I, I don't know. I would have to seriously consider what I would do with my fan fandom, right? I'm not going to go away from the Premier League, but I'd have you, to consider. You, you'd, for me, I'd start going down the table. Be like, all right. That's, that would be certainly a, um, uh, one reaction. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting question. Yeah, for sure. And golf is different than all of those other sports in the fact that it's individual. And I think the team game, as it's been explained to me, is a very small fraction of yeah. the money. I think one of the things that interesting that Joe said was the money they win on tour comes out of the money that they were promised. Is that true? So there, yeah, there, there was some back and forth on that, but yeah. So they gave them, uh, let's say they gave Phil four hundred million right. to go over there, whatever the number was. I don't remember what it was. So yeah, if his if he wins a tournament, then a portion of that is paid back to the PIF for his original contract. Okay, but not all of it. Not all of it. Because Joe couldn't answer that. I don't think it's all of it. Um. But yeah, uh, they definitely are taking a portion of that. But that's no different than um, like NBA or NFL, right? They're they're paid a contract. The team, if they win a championship, is going to benefit from that, right? And so right. they make it a bonus, but they're not getting additional money on top of their contract for that. If if the the people of the PGA who didn't leave who have, maybe they have a hardline stance like I do, maybe they don't, whether they have laurels, I don't know. But if they... Well, if that's they, not if, fair. If they, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's if, not fair, though. Well, I mean... It, what you're saying is not fair. Why is it not? Because it's the same thing you just said about the players playing for FIFA or even playing for Man U that if they get bought out, like... I mean, there's... That's what there's, you do for a living. I mean, they're... So you, but it's not fair to say, does this guy have laurels or not? They're, no, but... Players can say, "I do Morals. not want to be affiliated with a team that is owned by this." So they could, they it's still not. They could retire and not make money. Yeah, they could, or they could ask for a leave. I mean, they could. They've people have left, <laughs> but neither way. If those, if the people of PGA voted to unionize, could this whole thing be taken care of? And if they have their own union, since they're the only could. sports team that aren't union, yeah, I mean, it's possible. So why? I mean, why would? I don't think, um, so I don't think they would because um, I don't think there's enough of them that feel like they want to die on that hill yeah. to cost themselves their living. So they've spent their lives learning to play golf, refining their craft. They're in a position now to cash in on that. And you're, they would be playing a game of 
chance as to whether that would be taken away from them. They would they would be they would have to seriously consider what they would do if yeah. they lost that game. And I think in general, um, they're risk averse in that way. So that that's what I think. So like for example, to bring it back to soccer, if Manchester got bought, I think you would you might see one player, but I think you would see zero players. Oh yeah, I mean it would it would who be would, who would say. Now there might be some who would grumble. There might be some who would make a stand and say, "Listen, I'm not comfortable with this." But in the end, they will all cash the check. Yeah, I mean unfortunately, yes. It's money rules all. So Right. I mean, but I think so I think the part Steve is trying to make to you is it's easy to say that about somebody else and without you having to make the same call. I know um, for me, because I work for an insurance company, it's really hard to say, I'm not really happy with how this is happening. I'm willing to forgo a paycheck because I'm unhappy with that and I'm unwilling to do that. Um, that's an easy thing for other people to say about you. It's a hard thing for you to say about your paycheck. So I'm just saying, and especially when they own the entirety of the industry. Yeah, I mean, they're no, you're gonna have to change careers. Yeah, I mean, I think, and I think, luckily for me, I'm in a place where my profession isn't affected by right these two things. Where I've even said before, like me and the owner of the cabinet shop, like we've had discussions on certain things, and he said a few things that I think are just absolutely asinine whether it be a slip of the tongue or whatever and i've said say it again and i won't be here tomorrow plain and simple i have no no qualms about that like i maybe that's my fault i don't know but but it it would basically be like if he owned every single cabinet shop in the country yeah and you would have to change careers completely at this point in your life then i what would you go do? That's a harder I mean, decision. First of all, you have to make the decision. That's all for I'm you. saying. It's a harder decision. Yeah. yeah. It's not as simple as saying, I don't like him. I'm going somewere else. Because I can't. Well, I mean, we can play the what about isms all the all day no, the, long. As the athletes, they cannot. Okay. Let me put it. They cannot go anywhere else. Well, they can become teachers or whatever. The, right. Uh, and that's Steve's a little harder for a 40 year old man that's played golf his entire life. Well, I mean, to become a coach. To become a coach, he go te- become a teaching pro, not, and not all like that. an English teacher, but still, you're still that's you're talking about going, going. from making five oh. six million dollars a year, even for the to making seventy five thousand dollars a year, less fifty thousand dollars a year. No, I mean there's there's teaching pros that make thirty five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, one of our that's a substantial drop. One you of you could our, not afford the house that you live in currently on what you would lose. Yeah. Those guys, one of the main products that I use in my profession is Baltic birch. Baltic birch comes from Russia. One of our main suppliers cut it off the line. We are no longer ordering Russian birch. I've had to adapt to using something else. And I'm totally fine with that. Like you adapt, overcome and do something else. And yeah, but that's still a, a much smaller impact. So not for in not in my industry. Yeah, because you can build the things out of other wood. But when that other wood, like when they have the market on that specific type of wood, still though, you there's have other to. types of wood that you could build that product out of. You're literally talking about 
you can no longer make things out of wood. You have to now learn how to make things out of plastic. And, you know, eventually I do believe that that is, that is looking down my future. Honestly, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. And, and so we, those are decisions. I'm going to play the I'm older card. You're, you, you have to make these decisions in your life. Yeah. And so, um, and you're a very black and white person and something I think we've come to learn over the last yeah. <laughs> couple months and that's fine. You have to make decisions in your life the way you, you feel comfortable. Absolutely. Um, and so it is, I don't see things as black and white as you do. And I, I know I, mean, I see uh, shades of gray, of course, but for certain issues, yes, it's okay. One or the other. So here, I mean, my take on this is, and and um, just you feel very confident in your opinions that they're, and as I get older, I know I have my opinions, I hold them, but I also understand, I understand that um, issues are a lot more complex than they appear on television. I know people love saying, well, it's clearly X, right? And I I find them to be, as I get older, not clearly X. Um, and I find them to be a little more murky. And um, and I I just don't. I, I respect the fact that somebody says I'm not buying Russian birch. I get that. You have to make decisions in your business to do certain things. And you, you have to make those calls so that you can go to sleep at night. I just, the problem I have with the black and white statements is I make a decision to not sell Russian birch. If he makes the decision to sell Russian birch because that's the decision his business makes, I don't find him immoral for doing that in general um, because these these issues are complex. There's people in Russia who make yeah. that wood, who are people who are hardworking people or whatever, and issues are complex. And so they don't simply boil down to me a, a yes and no binary chip. Yeah. And so um, as you think, as I think about those issues, I think of them, I try to think of them in a broader sense. Um, now... And here's my rebuttal to that. Okay. Cuban Cigars, Habana, Habana SA, is owned by the government. Yes? Sure. Same thing goes for the wood commodity coming out of there. Sure. So. Is the government profiting from that? Yes. Are the people who work on that profiting from that so that they get labor? Yes. Are those people going to go hungry if <clears throat> if if everybody stops buying that wood? Yes. Are the is the government going to go broke because you stop buying that wood? No, you've now punished the one group of people who can't afford to be punished, and you're really truly not point. punishing the government. That's my experience on this. Well, then that gives them course to take action on their side. Does it not? No, not in Russia and not in Russia. Saudi Arabia and so I, I think <laughs> Cuba, I, I, Cuba, I th- yeah. right? So do am I am I advocating for buying Russian wood or buying Cuban cigars. No, I'm not. I'm saying you have to make your own individual decisions. Yeah. I'm just saying there's a lot more complexity in some of these issues yeah, than, than just saying all bad or all good. 
Um, so I'm not saying that buying Russian wood is good because we're supporting those workers who are not invading Ukraine, who are doing simply doing their job like we are. Um, I'm saying there's, there's just a little more complexity in these issues than all bad or all good. And so I try to make decisions to the best of my moral ability. I find in some situations um, there are some lines that I will not cross personally, but um, the moral stands I made at 25 when I was certain of the moral certainty of a lot of things that I felt, um, and I'd say I'd never work for a company that did X, Y, or Z. As I get older, I realize some of those decisions aren't made for the X, Y, and Z point yeah. as I've been in conversations, and sometimes they're made for A, B, and C reasons. There's just more complexity in these decisions. And so my point isn't to in no way diminish your stand because I think you should make a stand that makes you feel comfortable. Yeah. But I just don't want to, to make people who make a different stand. I don't, I don't want to criticize their stand either. And so um, I just think that it's more complex. <clears throat> Do I make the same stand about PIF that you make? I do. But I also understand the people who don't. I also don't – I feel bad for people who are going to lose their jobs, right? I understand that. I've seen that. If you don't want to – like with your situation where you're saying if you say that again, I respect that. We've got to stand up and you know, yeah, absolutely. be true to ourselves. So I give the advice all the time all the time to my people and my leaders. You have to be authentic to yourself. I know we talk about authentic manhood, and I don't ever use that word about manhood because I, I, don't, I don't believe in that. No, I think it's <clears throat> but when it comes to authentic Aaronhood, I do. I think you have to be Aaron, and you have to believe what you believe, and you have to act upon that. And I think for me to criticize what Aaron believes would be yeah. totally wrong. Because I think you need to believe fully in that. But to understand that I believe slightly different and therefore I'm going to react different, that's me being authentic to me. And that's so, the same point I was trying to make, is it's just not fair to say that... Somebody's not moral. If they have morals or not. So the players who choose to play because they believe for whatever whatever their reasoning is. Yeah. I just, I'm unwilling to criticize players who are working in a job. Now, they're working in a really good job where they yeah, make a lot absolutely. of money. <laughs> For sure. I'm not willing to criticize the players. Now, the people who run the leagues, I'm willing to jam them yeah. all up and down absolutely. the sideways. I agree with you there. Because I think they... Um, I think a great example of that in is like in soccer. You look at, you know, Conte at, when he was at Chelsea and playing under, you know, the owner at the time, whatever his name was, the Russian. Abramovich. Abramovich. Am that I was, the only one who knows how to pronounce these people's name? <laughs> so, Apparently. you know, here's a guy that's that's from Africa and uh, playing for an owner like Abramovich, who's now, who's a Russian oligarch, who's a Russian oligarch. But this guy, not necessarily proven to be a bad guy, but but <laughs> has the card that says has, he might yeah, be tied into some questionable <laughs> right. situations. Anyhow, this guy <laughs> took nothing of of famed him nothing of fame he took nothing advantage of it right. he's living a very very frugal 
normal life and dumping all of the money that he's making from these billionaires, taking his talents back into his community, into his families. You're the player. You're not Conte. You're not thinking. You're thinking of Sadio Mane. Um, but you, same thing. He's from Africa. Yes. And famous story that he had a broken phone, iPhone. And they say, you make millions of dollars. Why don't you have a new iPhone? Money, yeah. And he said, because I can still use this phone. It's fine. And I would prefer to spend my money building hospitals and doing other yeah. stuff in my home community where I can truly impact the quality of my people's lives. And so when you hear that story, I think of somebody who has their right, their priorities in the right order. Correct. Has a phone that works. I'm so. I mean, he's he's got what he needs. And so, for the record, um, that's a great story. Yeah, believe it to be true. Yeah, I never trust marketing people because you know whatever. But I was I wasn't thinking money. Conte, the guy drives like equivalent to like a Honda Civic. Okay, well he's and not that tall, so that's probably fine. <laughs> <to know. laughs> but it's for the same reason. Same he's, reason. He's a lot like money. <laughs> Right. So um, guys like that who invest in their home community, I mean, Ronaldo does, who makes trillions of dollars <laughs> off cologne and all that stuff, um, which is an offensive. I saw one of his ads the other day. Yeah, there's a guy who never has a shirt on. Yeah. But, um, but he invests tons in his home community and hospitals and all that stuff. Those guys, I mean, there's a lot of those guys who do the right things for the right reasons. Yeah. and. So I would not want those guys to quit playing if they're doing a lot of good with the money they receive. I mean, that to me is, I don't want to say an extenuating circumstance, but they do enough good with that. that yeah. And they play for, I mean, let's, they play for teams that are owned by they, bad what? people. By bad people. Yeah, bad people. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, Ronaldo eliminated the middleman on that because he plays in... He's, he's getting his money straight from <laughs> the, the horse, right? Straight from Bonesaw. Yes. Bonesaw. Yep. I, and I get the fact. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, so. I'm with you. It's a great discussion. But, yeah. yeah, I just don't think it's right to say somebody doesn't have morals because of that. Well, I don't think I've ever said nobody has. I'm not, I'm not anybody's moral compass by far. That's what you said a minute ago is why I said that. I never said anybody doesn't have morals. I we still use Russian birch. The company we, we used to get it from, doesn't they chose sell. not to sell it. Yeah, not which to is, sell anymore. They can do whatever the fuck they want. I don't give a fuck. I do I happen to agree with it? Yes, but we still we get it from another supplier, so yeah. it doesn't matter. So. Yeah. Right. Well, and people have to make those sort of business decisions all the time. And I respect the fact that people have to make those decisions. Yeah. And you gotta live to your compass. Yeah. My moral yep. compass is my Yep, my sure. set way, I and it, you should never let anybody yeah. else inf influence your compass. Now, f people's input, you should consider it, and you should be respectful and listen yeah. and all that stuff. But it, it, in the end, it should always be your more compass. It should be your compass period. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I say. You should be authentic to you. That's what I mean. You should have your. Yeah. It should I've, be yours. I've never not slept good at night with any choices I've ever made. Oh, I have. I like the time I did. I did <laughs> when I did fireball. <laughs> when I did fireball. Uh, when I did fireball shots, I didn't sleep well. Yeah. That was my choice. <laughs> I still regret that, and it's it's been five years. <laughs> it's been ten years. I still regret that fucking decision all day long. Because fireball's gross. It's Fuck. totally gross. 
Do you know that if you drank it? I honestly, I, I, you don't know. I can't because I'm allergic to fake cinnamon. So you don't even know how gross it is. Well, I've had it before. You speculate how I've, gross it is. I've had it, it once, and I was like, oh, I can't have this. Okay. So. Okay. I'll give you a pass on that. Fireball's rough. It's rough. <laughs> Unless they want to sponsor the show, then I'll drink all the fireball they want to give us. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> Good thing is I don't think we have to worry about that. I'm right. I don't yeah. think we do. So. It's but, been a great discussion. Yeah. It's interesting. Absolutely. It'll for be sure. interesting from the business perspective to see yeah, how yeah. things shake out. Because I think there's so many details that have been have to be worked out. Yeah. They're and, not even close to like having it ironed yeah, out. I it still, probably won't happen until 25 or 26. Yeah. I mean, we'll get another Star Wars movie before then. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of morally gross. <laughs> and I'll watch it. Yeah, I'm pro sequels. I love the sequels. So I know. <laughs> <bitching around. laughs> hey, I watched. Uh, I actually watched the TV series the other day. Shut the fuck up. I know. Reacher. Oh, on yeah. Prime. Yeah. It was really good. It's great. And it was Is a that dude the one with that, that huge guy. With Tad. Yeah. yeah. It was the Tad, one Tom yeah, Cruise <laughs> with Tom Cruise. That's all, all I, that's all I see him. Me as. too. I cannot see him. As yeah, a, he did as the movie. Reacher. Tom Cruise did the movie. Tom Cruise did the movie, which is funny because in the he's book he's, la- he's labeled in the book he he's labeled as like what six five or yeah, something right. like that. So yeah. I didn't have him watch the movie, but the I have a friend sh- who's a huge fan of the books, and so I'm just like paging around. I was like frustrated one day with work, and I said, "I'm not working tonight. I'm gonna just catch something on Netflix or whatever." And it was on Prime, mm-hmm. so I started watching it, and then it was like eight episodes, just the first season. That's all they have out there, and it was like banging. He was like really good. Dude is like, oh, he's a monster. He's a monster. But Fuck. he was—it was he was funny, and it was like really well done, and yeah. it was really good. But yeah. the, the same reason why I could never get into Breaking Bad because I saw—I only saw Brian Cranston as a comedic actor. To me, that guy is Tad from Blue Mountain State. Like, I don't know what that one is. So you got Brian Cranston wrong, though. Yeah. He See, is a phenomenal um, actor. Yes, he's but fantastic. to me, it's the same thing with the the Ozark guy. Like, he's you got to get out of that. I know. It's, it's, I know so it is. It's, it's expand your mind. Can I recommend a microdose mushrooms? <laughs> One, I do. Let me tell you. I yes, please. <laughs> okay, I've recommended microdose mushrooms. <laughs> I would. I would do a fucking show on mushrooms. Okay. Oh man. Okay, consider. It I done. don't know about that. <laughs> we could do that in the same one we do the D and D. Oh, oh my god! Mushrooms and D and D. Playing D and D on mushrooms. That'd be we'll awesome. called M and D. I got a, I got a six hour session this week, so I'm, there you go. You can try it out. I got one tomorrow. <laughs> Not D and D. All right, we're over two hours, boys. Uh, two sixteen. Yeah, Let's wrap it up. Yep. Yeah. All right. How are those cigars? Good. Mine, I've been there with mine for like thirty minutes. Yep. Oh yeah. Smoked it to the. That's why you keep touching your eyes. Yes. <laughs> I keep touching my eye because it's fucking. 1230. Oh, it's one o'clock. <laughs> yep. Let's go home. All right. Well, glad you joined us. Anything you want to say, Will, before you go? Thank you all for having me. This is quite the experience. I now see what I've been missing out on. We just sit here for you all night. They're not, all, all, they're not all like this, but they're all like this at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're exactly like this, we, but different. Yeah. We just argue about different things every week. <laughs> Mainly it's food. Food. Yeah. That's yeah. a big one. This well, was, that's, this what was he wanted, that's what he wanted to argue about. So tonight. I want to do it. I want to do a show on northern versus southern foods. Oh, oh you are going to get murdered. <laughs> and honestly, that's what I thought tonight was going to be. 
And it, just took off. it took a shank to the left. For the record, um, not my fault. This was a good discussion. Though. Once again, don't say that fucking word. It was a good discussion. I enjoyed it. I like hearing your opinions. Yeah. And Mark's were, old, so he has a lot of insight. So I like hearing his, too. I, uh, you are, um, I, I just, Moe's warned me that you're very... Um, you're very cut and dry. There's You're no in between. Yeah, which is fine. And your I, mo- and your I, compass is strong, so I don't I fully, question it. I fully, I'm totally fine with majority of the listeners thinking I'm full of shit. No, I don't, I don't give a fuck. No, so I want to be clear on this because I don't think you're full of shit. Not you just all. draw a very clear line where I, I see fuzzy sometimes, yeah. and so I completely respect your compass. I don't have a problem with your compass at all. I completely no. respect it. I just see fuzzy sometimes when you see black and white, and so. Just that's why I disagree with you sometimes. And I'm totally fine. I don't want to be agreed with all the time. That'd right. be fucking well, boring. Don't worry about it. We're not going to have that problem. That. <laughs> that's not going to be an there'll, issue. There'll be a discussion brother. when we talk about how tea should be served in restaurants. Yes. Yes. You know what you mean? Like sweet or unsweet? Yes. Yes. He, uh, he is should a, never make unsweet tea. <laughs> right. Once again, the northern Old tea southern is made unsweet. You sweeten the motherfucker. You doesn't. You don't. Let's, hey, you're sweeten it. And you're the wasting material yeah, yeah, you're for wasting another material. show. <laughs> yeah, save it. Hey, everybody, be the good. Adios. Toodles. Yips. <laughs>